the show. Whoops. Sorry. Rewind that. Just start over. With, with what? The, the Razzie Cat or the intro to the show? Razzie Cat. The intro to the show. The no, Razzie welcome. Cat was just for you guys. Welcome to the show. Uh, Razzie Cats, Cats of All. Uh, denominations, I guess. Uh, Brandon Lynch, you're here. Tell us, tell us about the Razzie Cat. Well, it's uh, very sour, mm. uh, as is my taste these days. Um, Alley Cat, the local brewery, has gone to a uh, only cans uh, delivery method, which I'm not super into. I'm a big bottle mm. guy. They don't uh, do... So I might have to... I could have sworn... Oh, no, I, I saw some, uh, some Granville, I think, in they bottles. Did. And we're also, like, in the... Like, they're in the middle of... If you go to a liquor store right now, they will have half bottles and half cans hmm. as they phase as, out the bottles they're right in the middle of it like from for a permanent they're never doing bottles again yeah kind of thing oh well, geez there's a long time but as as of now they're making all their packaging cans hmm. as as someone who's never done growlers do they do they still have growlers can you still get growlers in you can still these end times yeah. i think yes. growlers uh, like I something you so. get refilled you to, isn't it yeah, yeah, but like you and, would think that there's only there's only certain places you can get them in the city, uh, and those places are generally like call ahead and tell us what you want, and we'll book you a slot to get it, <laughs> so you're not lining up at the Growler Fountain mm, at exactly two twenty seven p.m. today. Eads, you are allowed to go and get a Raspberry Growler. That's that's right, Kevin Byer. Uh, Welcome to the show. Welcome to Talking Reckless 318. Podcast about video games. What is the uh and and beer? What is the what is the the bouquet? Give us a little little like flavor uh profile maybe of the Razzie, you know? I got it's, a new beer uh, here as well to uh It smells like raspberry flavored things, which is good. not to say like raspberry. Um, uh, it's I feel like you know like when you're raspberry smelling out of a can, cough medicine. Yeah, it's very. Nothing it's very smells good out of a can. I feel like it smells like mango. I, I so I cracked this mango beer and immediately can smell mangoes. This is the this is the Belgian Moon Mango Wheat. Apparently, I'm gonna go in here for. I uh, and this goes hand in hand with the like high percentage of your taste that comes from smell. Uh, but when I was on an Alexander Keith's brewery tour, no, sorry, a Sam Adams brewery tour in Boston, um, they said that beer tastes so much better out of a glass just because your nose is getting right in there with it. Mm, it's like wine, mm. like as you, you inhale part mm. of the part of the taste, yeah. Uh, yeah. This Belgian Moon mango is okay. I don't know. It literally tastes like someone just dumped mango into a Belgian Moon. Mango puree. Yeah, I'm reading the ingredients here. It's okay. I don't know. It was a panic buy. We were talking about this a little earlier, but maybe made it on the show. I don't know where we'll cut in. Uh, I heard someone else in the Beer cooler coughed, and I was just grabbed. Like ah, I gotta go grab whatever's on the shelf, and just and just ran, just ran. Didn't even stop to pay. But here <laughs> we are now. I feel like I've gotten a little bit desensitized to it a little bit. Me myself, still very careful, but I've become a little desensitized to all the not caution around me because I work outside every day for a living. Yeah, it's very, still. very not caution. Uh, I, I I'm not getting into it because uh, you know no one needs to be reminded of the. Uh, what, what do they keep to the uh, unprecedented times that we live in? But uh, yeah, I had a little the altercation ongoing myself pandemic. today. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter if you want to know why I might have to leave this show halfway through and go talk to the police. 
It was because of the beer I stole. That's right. I already, I already admitted <laughs> to that earlier on the show. <laughs> Shit. I didn't know if we were supposed to bring that up. No, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I might, we, uh, real talk, might have to, like, step out, might have to cut this podcast a little short, because uh, some shit went down, Follow, find that on Twitter, um, everybody's fine, nobody got hurt, only feelings, yep. and, and, yes, maybe future harm, uh, how's everybody's weeks been besides that? Better than yours. Uh, so it wasn't all bad, I got a new TV, new TV's here. Showed up. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, the, I put a picture on our Discord. The panel is, I am not exaggerating at all, a sixteenth of an inch thick. It is so thin. It is like, if you tap one side of the panel, you can see the wave go through the entire screen. It is fucking, it is so thin. And I've never been so afraid unsettling? to move. Yes, I've never yes. been so afraid to move anything in my entire life of like, where do you even touch it? How do you lift this thing? Uh, but I got it, got it up, got it set up. Uh, it is a, it is an OLED screen. It has HDR and it's 4k and I'm, I'm ready for the next gen now. Um, calibrating TVs. I, I had like a real like old man technology moment where calibrating TVs is this whole, I spent like four or five hours. Well, first I spent like two hours updating it. You have to update TV connects to the internet has to download all of these updates now. Excuse me. Has a bunch of different like apps on it that all have to update. So, you know, do the update standard, buy new hardware. Uh, and then there's all these settings for, so the, the TV kind of like kicks into two modes. When HDR stuff is on, it has a whole separate set of, of video settings. It'd be like, ah, I want my, my contrast, whatever. I want to look different with this stuff. You can. Uh, did not realize that at all. So when, when, when everything's set it up, there's like, uh, and, and none of these, these are all like up to preference. So it's like, there's, there's like a thing for the brightness called dynamic contrast or something. And that affects the brightness and there's dynamic color and there's, uh, like about 50 different, well, not 50, there's... Uh, I can think of like seven or eight of these different, they're just called dynamic something and they have like off, low, medium, high, uh, and they're all these like weird kind of post-processing things they do. Um, but it's all up to preference. So to, to set these things just the way I want them, uh, and, and because everything looks weird, right? New TV, I'm in 4k now. It's way better, uh, contrast and things, new panels, um, mm -hmm. You have to like, or I guess you don't have to. The way I was doing it, because I'm a maniac, is like set one setting. All right, dynamic, we're doing dynamic contrast. Set that to low, or, or like set everything else set. Dynamic contrast, low. Okay, how does this look? Okay, now I need to rewatch the same thing with off to see if I notice a difference. Uh, okay, now I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to like flip between them to see if I can notice. Okay, yeah, now I can see that now I'm going to try and high. Okay, now I'm going to go change this other setting, and that throws the, all, the, all the colors and everything out of balance, and I got to go back and check dynamic contrast again and see what it looks like on low and like. Uh, really spent, I'm not exaggerating, like close to four hours just sitting there watching the same four minutes of uh, on, on Prime Video just trying to get this set <laughs> just so. There's and got it. be a better way. Got it. Got it set. Got it perfect. Love how it looks. Uh, like, all right, great. Let's uh, let's watch an episode of something. Let's see how this, see how this bad boy looks. Uh, and realize I was on the Xbox. The Xbox One, which does not have 4K support. Uh, or, or, and like, obviously it doesn't have 4K support. It also doesn't have HDR support. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I gotta plug in the place. PS4 does have HDR support. Plug in the PS4. Uh, as soon as you plug in the PS4, it's like HDR mode detected. All the settings, whoosh, just wipe themselves. <laughs> and, like, reset to their defaults. I'm like, okay. We gotta, I know what I like now. We gotta do this again. Going in there. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I don't know. I really like it. And I'm still not sure. Like, I'm gonna keep changing settings for a bit. Um... I'm going through the like the motion smoothing thing again where because I had it on my old TV, 
and and all the new TVs come with it. Uh, and everyone's like, turn it off. It looks terrible, but I turn it off and like, I just see judder now and I can't, I can't go back. And so I'm trying to convince myself that it looks fine and I should leave it on or should I turn it off and get used to it? And it's a whole, a whole to do. I hate, I hate it. I remember it made me physically ill watching it on your TV that one time, though I was also drunk and high. Yes. And we were watching (laughs) a bad season of the walking dead. So I mean, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a lot of fun. I really like playing around with it. Uh, the difference is like night and day. It is it is stunning. The um, it's like a hard thing to describe. But the uh, when the TV is showing black now, you can't tell if it's on or off, which is amazing. So if you're uh, uh, like gravity is a great example where anything where there's like really really deep black colors like space uh, and contrasting whites to compare it to like spacesuits. Uh, it looks really good. Like the, the 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 bright stuff looks very bright. The dark stuff looks very dark. You don't lose the detail between. Uh, it looks it looks really good. It looks really good. So I really want a new TV. It makes me jealous whenever you talk about this. Yeah, uh, these ones are like a thousand bucks off right now. If uh, and these these are the OLEDs that 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 OJ and I have been watching for years. Uh, we gotta be you close to the next thing, eh? Uh yeah, like well, the thing that's really gonna take down the OLED price. Yeah, Two I don't LED. know. Like this, this was only. Uh, I don't even know. I don't. I don't really feel comfortable saying how much it was here on the podcast, actually. But this was like relatively affordable, under two thousand dollars. Way well under two thousand dollars, I'll say. Uh, affordable even to someone like myself. I'll send you if you're looking for a new TV. I'll uh, send you the literature on mine, the TV? one I bought. Yeah, I'll send you a new TV. Well, I mean, I got a, a 42 here if uh, you want this. This is a, a LCD from oh, know, a 15 years ago. Maybe we have the same one. Uh, if, if you I, want yeah, a TV, you should just go to Costco age. and find a TV and just pick it up. You can just go pick it up. Don't have to think about it. See they which sell this the, TV the, at Costco. It's yeah. It was, See, it, was it was like it was like 300 more dollars though. The London Drugs had a had a had a hell of a sale on them. Hell of a. So now I'm in that four. I got line. my. When I got my last TV, I turned it on and it's like, do you want to do all these setting things that each just spent four and a half hours doing? I'm like, yeah, default, 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 and we're done. (laughs) No. I also had to go buy expensive HDMI cables too to make all this stuff work. How expensive were they? Uh, My six foot cable was $30, which is pretty fucking expensive for an HDMI cable, but yeah, it could be worse. It is, but... Yeah, it's fun. I can't wait to. I realize I have like no 4K content. Uh, the the TV itself has uh, like whoa, I just lost the headphone. Uh, has apps and like Netflix and Prime Video and stuff. Uh, so I can get 4K through that. I have realized and did not need to buy these cables because I I can't play 4K games because <laughs> uh, I don't have one of the consoles. Um, but I'm ready. I'm ready for November now. I guess I have to buy a, a new console, a PS5 yes. maybe. Yeah, locked in now. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun. It's really fun. I uh, was was way overdue. Even just the nature of a new TV, it looks so much better. That uh, I don't know. Maybe I would have hated Westworld less if uh, I had. How this. how many uh, how many dead pixels did your TV have from throwing hats at it? Uh, so far zero. So far zero. But uh, you know, we'll don't worry. Once yep. once hockey night with Very the boys comes around, hat thrower. Yeah, we just haven't had a lot of hat tricks yet to throw the hats. You know, so. Soon. Yeah, that's uh sports is is definitely the uh like the thing that four K would do me good for right now. Not not right this very moment as there are no sports, but yeah. Um 
but yeah, the game. I don't have any of the systems that would play the play the 4K content either. Yeah, the uh, well, your, your PS5, uh, PS4 will. It doesn't do 4K, but it's HDR at least, which is mm-hmm. that's okay. Excuse me. It just turned itself on. What the fuck? Didn't know that I was talking about it. Uh, that's weird. All right, I'll <laughs> turn my TV off. Uh, Kevin, how's your week been? Tell us, tell us uh, about your week. My week has been pretty uneventful. Uh, working from home, so I don't have to leave the house pretty much ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, have plenty of food. Uh, stocked up on tons of frozen pizzas because eating frozen pizza during a pandemic is just the thing to do. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. How many pizzas, yeah. how many frozen pizzas do you think you all have crushed? Or just pizzas in general, because we don't all do the frozen lifestyle, but in quarantine so far. Yeah, in quarantine. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put it at under 15, but more than 10. Wow, that's uh, that's more than me. I'm uh, like like seven or eight, probably. What are we at? Week? What week are we at at the quarantine oh yeah i guess i guess we should determine what uh what when's the starting point like, sure we, i put myself at about two pizzas a week the uh i went into self-isolation i remember it was the march the 12th no i don't actually don't remember there's a text in the whatsapp that i can look at whenever that uh got canceled on D&D wednesday didn't go haven't left my house since um a long time i was already yeah, I mean, 23rd I, I, 10 to 12 pizzas. We'll put it at 10 to 12. If, I think if we're I'm assuming. right around there, too. That's a reasonable... Yeah. That's not... What, what was Papa John was eating 40 pizzas in 30 <laughs> days or whatever, but that's, you know, that's still a good 10 to 12 in a few weeks. That's <laughs> got issues. Yeah, he did not eat. You can't eat 40 pizzas in 30 days. Fuck off. Yeah, why uh, not? That's uh, That's four slices per meal, and you get there. It's definitely early March. Yeah, March 13th. Wow, so how many weeks is that now? Eight yeah, almost? Almost almost two months. Coming up on two months. I'll probably, I might be at that 15 mark then. Yeah, hell yeah. Man, I mean, we all owe it to ourselves and really put the effort in. We can probably all. I, mean, I know I can at least get to 15 pizzas by the end of this thing, you know. A couple weeks left here probably. I can drive a few more in me. Yeah, pick up the pace here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a pizza challenge. Oh fuck! If if, if that, the podcast can get to a hundred pizzas by the end of quarantine, uh, well, as a group, <laughs> I bet we're really close. I don't know. Once you factor Warren in there, and uh, I don't know how much. Yeah, pot Warren's usually getting pizza, pizza every mean. time I'm getting pizza. So yeah, we we could we, we yeah. if we put our minds to it, gentlemen, we can do anything. Even eat a hundred pizzas in quarantine. Me and Warren <laughs> each ate a pizza last night while we watched Star Wars Episode Nine. They, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, how's everybody week? What, what, uh, Kevin, you still work from home and everything? Any, uh, that's the foreseeable future. There's, there's talk yeah. of like reopening stuff here. Uh, I haven't heard anything. Uh, turns out, uh, I used to read the paper a lot because they got the paper at work, but now that I don't go to work, I don't read the paper, so I don't get a lot of news. Hmm. Uh, I get a lot of American news because ads on well, YouTube shit is all is all American news stuff. Uh, but there's very rarely any, definitely no local news. Uh, yeah. Occasional Canadian news that'll filter its way into my world at this point. Uh, but other than that, I don't know anything about what's going on in the world right now. 
It's the best way to live. I can't stop. <laughs> like, I wake up and I look at news until I go to bed. I'm like, oh, man, I wish I wouldn't have looked at so much news today. Brando. Imagine, imagine bathing in the news as I, gonna, I do. I was going to say, you as a man who makes the news, I got a real yes. bone to pick. We're going to have to turn the news <laughs> down. Just less, less news, news please, all, for a while. My news is always good news. My news is always these kids drew chalk paintings for old people outside their house. Well, that's fun. That's right. rather nice of them, yeah. yeah. We can yeah. have more of that news, but less of yeah. every other kind of news. Although I did do See, a that's story why about you a guy getting hit local in the head with a baseball bat today. <laughs> you did what with a baseball bat today? Sorry. I did a story about a guy getting hit in the head with a baseball bat. Oh, that's... He probably wasn't respecting was for, social distancing. Was it for good reasons? Like, was it a charity hitting yeah, in the head with yeah. a baseball bat kind of a Ten situation? Bucks a as far as I... As far as I know, no reason was given by the assailant. Mm. <laughs> More on they this story. Have a 10 grams of what's believed to be cocaine, though. Is that that sounds like a lot of cocaine? I don't know. I don't really have a I don't know a metric for that. I mean, any amount of grams of cocaine is a lot of grams of cocaine to me. That's, yeah, that's what they say. You know, any any cocaine's of a fortune. Sure. Do you guys play any? I've heard, uh, I've heard that one. Too, yeah. Any video games? Any anybody got anything they want to get into before we talk about video games? Talked about my TV. Hmm. There's nothing good on television. Oh. There's no good movies. Is Life is hell. Television. Yeah, there's nothing good currently on television. This is this is time for getting caught up. I saw a new season of Penny, a new like Penny Dreadful show apparently came out on HBO, and I watched the first episode, and it seems fucking bad. So I guess you're right. No news. Yeah, I was no, going to say, no that TV. really seemed like you were going the other way with that. But. Uh, well, I played some games, no, y'all. Yeah. You go. Played, played, well, we'll tag team this one together. We played a bunch of... All I right. found myself playing a bunch of Battlefront 2, having yes. uh, kind of gotten gotten into it a little bit last week and tried it out and learned learned how it goes. Uh, it's a real good game for just switching off the brain. That that four people versus the co-op mode, you just, whoop, brain goes mm-hmm. off. Uh, a shoot button to you tape it down and and then a few hours later we stop playing <laughs> yep you just, like i don't even remember half of those matches and boy do i not give a fuck if we win or lose them yeah, you're just kind of sitting stakes. there talking the talking to the fellas about star wars or whatever else is going on and like you said just fucking pulling the trigger as fast as you can i'm not even hitting anything half the time i'm like oh, playing as an ewok we lost a game last night <laughs> well you thought yeah. we lost because you were playing as an ewok but i mean you know we weren't, <laughs> well, we weren't all playing I, at our best <laughs> i i don't know if we lost because i was playing as an ewok i can tell you that it was the worst game i've ever played in my life and i can chalk that up to playing as an ewok all right. Well, I, not knowing what any of the characters do, I would absolutely agree that you picking an Ewok is what cost you that game. Yeah. No, you might be right. So, um, he has a his primary weapon is a bow and arrow, which has like a like kind of traditional bow and arrow uh, control scheme with like the, like a Tomb Raider where you hold it hold back. it back with the and then let go when you get the full release. But everyone's moving so fucking fast that you, and there is no like you can't hold until there is a set amount of time you can hold before it automatically fires. Mm. You're trying to line up these guys who are running fucking cross screen on you. And like, I'll be like, like well, I got to shoot this sometimes. at half. A, I got to shoot this at half full because otherwise this guy's going to get behind cover and you can fucking <laughs> see the arrow just like bouncing off their plastic armor and fall onto the ground. They don't even know you're there. Uh, he has, 
some other attacks, like he throws a bag of fireflies at them sometimes. And what do those what? do? I've had them I've on me, the and, other... and it's been like no big. I'm like, oh no, a whole lot. <laughs> These things are They're here like, for a few seconds, and then they go away, and nothing seems to have happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much like, oh, it's just make like my screen is a little more busy, but that yeah. seems to be it. Um, and then, and then there's he has some uh, like tracking skills to find the enemies he can't kill ah, better. Yes. So, which is uh, a big yeah, issue I mean, when there are like. I think they there. I, I think we've seen cases where there are like literally a hundred enemies on screen. We've walked in some of those rooms, right. and you even one night were like, "Fire the Xbox, boys!" Uh, there's just <laughs> so many fucking guys on screen that sometimes you can't it even get in there. You can't even like approach the situation. There's so many. Um. So yeah, I would say as an Ewok player, Ewoks better designed for a situation where they have a lot of um, prep time ahead of time mm. to like hide swinging logs in trees and whatnot. Verticality. Uh, their general artillery seems to be not up to snuff against stormtroopers. Yeah, as is cannon. Uh, B the, yeah. the 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 little droids BB-8 and and uh, the evil one BB-9 are uh, like the most terrifying things still to see come rolling down the fucking you know hallway of these dreadnoughts at you. Like, oh god, I'm Darth Sidious. Here comes BB-8. I gotta run. I gotta get the fuck out of here right now, or he's gonna destroy me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so like... Th- sorry, this just in. The Wisties Pouch, which is the Ewok ability of... Wisties? Red, red things. Wisties, yes. Wisties uh, Pouch. Uh-huh. Uh, it, is, it is both a damage over time for 10 damage per second uh, and a slow <laughs> while it's oh, on you. I don't even know if that's good. Does it say how many seconds it lasts? Oh. Uh, it does 118 damage total. Okay, so like half health, half your life, basically. But also you regen at such a rate that I don't think it... Maybe it stops regen while it's on you or something. Because you regenerate really fast in that game. That seems pretty bad even hearing the... Hearing (laughs) the the facts behind it. It's a a really weird... As low as I am to admit it, it seems like a pretty good Star Wars game. Now. It seems to have gotten there. It seems like it got there. Yes. It kind of um, feels like the only, like, real use of the license, almost. Like, is the only game out there that has taken the Star Wars license that they have and, like, used that attention to detail. Uh, some of the, some of the I mean, like, character models and the way they move is just, like, unbelievable how close to the movies it is. I thought Fallen Order was very good. Um, sure. But, like, that game but- was, like... There is, you hit it and then you leave it. Yeah, it's well, it's not that you hit it and you leave it. It's like it's kind of barely Star Wars, you know. Like it is, it definitely is. There's Jedi and there's Force and, sure. and there's Holocrons and stuff. But like, there's a good story there. Yeah, totally. But the but, but it's I, not, it's I, not the Star Wars. I, I get what know. you're saying. Yeah, the the Star Wars yeah. is not as good. The game I think is probably better. At least I I would probably take Fallen Order over Battlefront if I had to pick. But. The yeah. Star Wars is not you're not hearing the music from the films, you know, the it doesn't make you feel like you're sure. in that world in a way where Battlefront 2, you're just like, damn, this is like some, some of the ways, even just like on the menu, the way that like Darth Maul takes his saber out and spins it. You're like, wow, that is yeah, him from and the movies. All the different like uh, appearances for the different stormtroopers and everything like you can just spend time in that menu in Battlefront 2 cycling through everything and being like, oh, yeah, it's a red one. Fuck, that looks really good. Yeah. yeah, there's a rocket trooper. <laughs> Fuck, he looks really good too. A lot of the levels I think are really cool, and some of the stuff you're seeing, like it's, yeah. it's very neat. If they ever do make another Battlefront, they, I, 
it feels like they maybe have it figured out now. They could probably make something pretty special. If this game came yeah. out today, I think it would be very, it, it would be, we would be talking about it very, very differently. Right. What about a game that you're contending? Three for PS5. Let's go. Cross your fingers. Let's Apparently they're there. Who's, who's Talk telling me they moved on to something else? We were just having this conversation while we were playing it, I think. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Uh, they put their final update yeah, up, though, know. I know. And I, I, I'll look up, is that Motive? Who made Battlefront 2? I know that final update came out, and I think the studio is moving on to something not uh, Battlefront. I'll find out. More on this as the research Ooh, comes don't in. do that. Sorry, that was a video. Don't do that for if you're no. listening to the audio <laughs> podcast. Uh, luckily I'm trying to get myself a nice little backlight to separate my black shirt from my black curtain. But instead, oh. I gave myself some real nice Michael Bay lens flare. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that. It's not gonna work. Bum- Bumblebee's it's not gonna entering work. fucking stage left over there. Maybe this side I could. Ooh, that's fucking too bright. Battlefront 2. Oh, it is the 8 dice. Okay. 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 Yeah, they, uh, they're apparently working on a new Battlefront. Uh, Battlefield, pardon me. Oh, Whatever's next to Battlefield is what the EA Dice is supposed to be going on to. Well, that's perfect, you know? Take uh, take some time to make the next Battlefield and really figure out the shooting part of it, and by then Star Wars will be, you know, cranked back to full and we'll have new movies or whatever out, and, and perfect time for Battlefront 3. Do you think they Everybody will wins. get... Do you think they'll get... Do you think the Star Wars machine will crank up uh, as fast as it ever has before now that they're out of this original saga? Hmm. Yeah. Don't we know of like two movies and a TV show that are already in production? I think it'll be probably. There's a lot of money. You know, to be I think. There. I think the like the amount of content they're churning out might be there, but I wonder if like the will to design a game like Battlefront Two, where it's all these different. You kind of have to move on. Like you have to. Oh, you have to I get see. something I new, see. right? You yeah. Need, you need. You can't just put the same planets and the same characters in a Battlefront Three. You need something more. And I wonder how long it's going to take them to kind of establish that new fiction mm. so that they can be like, well, Battlefront 3 needs to have the Blumbersnatches or whatever the oh, fucking new race they finally brought. Are. They've made the Blumbersnatches canon from, uh, from the old Republic, yes. finally. Uh, I think like one movie. I don't know. The first movie of a new franchise. Again, it depends on the movie yeah. and depends on the game. But I bet you could squeeze it together. Of course, you still have some favorites, right? You're like, oh, here's Hoth and here's... Uh, I don't know. I like Hoth. Hoth is the only one I like. Here's Kashyyyk or whatever. Uh, I who knows? I don't know. Star Wars is in a, Star Wars in a really weird spot right now. Really weird spot. Mm-hmm. World aside, Andy tried to convince me that movie Taika's writing and directing. Uh, news broke. I think it was this week that Taika Waititi is writing directing a new uh, as a franchise. I think it's supposed to be the new or a start Ooh. of a new. I don't know if it's a trilogy. I, or what. I, I honestly don't even know that. But he tried to convince me that, uh, and I want to believe him. He tried to convince me it was going to be all, it's all about the old Republic. Andy read a story and he heard a, he didn't even read a story. He like heard a guy shout it to him on a highway that is like, oh, about the old Republic. Uh, I couldn't find, I couldn't verify that. I couldn't, I Googling Taika Watiti old Republic did not get me there. Adding in star Wars didn't get me there. So obviously it doesn't exist. If there's any sort of rumor that you would believe someone screaming at you as they drive by on a highway, it's it's definitely that one. Yeah. So it's high time. Let's get in there on on the ground well, floor. I don't even know if he's is it is he doing a new like start to a new arc 
or is he just doing like what amounts to a Rogue One or a like a, a side story? Like I don't even like what even is there? Is there only side stories now, or are they starting a new trilogy about something else? Like I have no idea what the direction of Star Wars is. Yeah, I thought as I'm reading into this, I realize I guess I don't know. Uh, it seems like nobody knows. It is. It is not a Disney Plus one. It'll be theatrically released. Is about all we know. Also, he sense. directed the season finale of The Mandalorian. I didn't know that. Hmm. Hmm. Star Wars. Uh, you know, as much as I do not like Episode Nine, still has a very, uh, very uh, like solid place in my heart. It is still one of my. I found founding principles. I found my kind of wording for my feelings on Star Wars 9 while I was watching Star Wars 9 uh, yesterday where I, I said to Warren, the thing with me in Star Wars is I'm watching this knowing this is the most disappointed I've been in the movie for in a long time. But while I'm watching Star Wars Episode 9, I'm still just constantly thinking, man, Star Wars is dope. Like <laughs> the, play, the ships are still flying by. The lasers are still going off. The fucking lightsaber fights are still dope. I'm always like, what a great, what a great thing. Even though this movie was profoundly flawed and disappointing in a lot of ways. Yeah, the universe is still good. I still want to go yes. live in. I don't want to live in Star Wars, but I still like to visit there every now no. and again. I like to imagine it's real. Yeah, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Super far. It must be. They can travel at like the speed of light, so it must be really too. They never got here. Away. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they did. Maybe they got here and just blew us up. This was the only planet there was another. Like, we, we tried to find the Republic, but these idiots wouldn't. I guess we just nuke them. Yep. Kevin, what are your thoughts on The Force? Uh, I enjoy The Force. It's it's good to use. Never abuse. That's, that's not what you yeah. want to do with it. Like the Jedi say, don't get high on your own supply. That's also, I've heard that one as well, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what I, I don't really have any more thoughts on Battlefront 2 uh, I'm going to make the show about me and swing the conversation over to Final Fantasy 7 Remake oh right. let's do it which I finished Brando you haven't started playing yet right no I uh, my involvement in this spoiler cast will be uh, very uh, contingent on when the fuck you guys do a spoiler cast probably be contingent so. on when you get done Final Fantasy 7 Remake it's, uh, okay. it's not super well, long. Those are going hand in hand. It's going to be... So I have, May pretty long. 20th, I have May 20th to 25th off, and I've already penciled that in for uh, fucking just just Final it? Fantasy from start to finish. Yeah, so, <laughs> That'd be a lot. Uh, if you guys haven't done it by then, I will be there. Uh, took me about like right around 32 hours or something, somewhere between 30 and 35 hours. Uh, and I did uh, not... I did, I did all the content but did not sticker i did not like perfect all the mini games but i did do every piece of content oh that's not true i did not do all the vr battles so i guess plan, i man. yeah i guess i did not do everything uh i think i'm somewhere around 38 hours right now or so too many squats also no, well fucking crushed kevin squats first try baby first try <laughs> I, I did see that live. I was very disappointed yeah. in how easily it looked like you crushed my crushed my squat record. But uh, I got Chun Li thighs over here. I'm squatting all day, every day. <laughs> uh, I could not do the 
championship level pull-ups though it's very hard i i gave up on that one i'm like fuck this i've been doing it for like 45 minutes i can't get it it's just he uh what i don't remember what his name is right now but the uh, the gym leader andre andre andrea 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 yeah definitely andrea andrade's a wrestler andrade's a wrestler uh anyway whoever it was uh they they just crushed me every single round like if i was seen that dude he's he's got like abs on his abs if i was ahead at the end of the first round which was only like two or three out of the 15 or so times that i attempted it it seemed that the difficulty scaling just skyrocketed on the second half because he's like well you can't beat me i'm like you're right i can't just you fall once and you break rhythm one time against the the championship level in that pull-ups and it's you're you're done that's it you're it's over it's very tough the pull-ups are very like real life pull-ups very fucking hard how do you is it a mash sorry if i was if if i missed it no it's how do you you pull up uh it's a it's a pattern so okay in the squats you start at the top right bottom left You, you just go around the controller like that uh, but in the pull-ups, you go star patterns, and it changes directions at the start of each round, kind oh, of thing. That's fucked. Yeah, and yeah. like they Is that something that you're just instantly really good at, or never going to get good at, depending on how your brain works. Pretty much, yeah, pretty yeah. much. So the, it's it's like it's in a, it's in a diamond starting triangle, right? triangle, uh, circle, X square, and you press triangle, and then a little thing goes and it moves down. And if you press circle, so the red button, yes. If you press circle before it gets there, then you fuck up and you have to start over. Uh, so you gotta like kind of wait, and you can they'll they'll like freeze in their animation, so you can you, you kind of find the rhythm, but the rhythm goes faster and faster and faster and faster, and it keeps speeding up. And after like two rotations, they take the thing away, they take the pattern away, so you just kind of have to know where you are and be like, uh, I think I'm good to okay, I think I'm good, I think I can speed up maybe. Ah, oh, too fast, I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty challenging actually. Those those I mean, squats are for babies, but pull ups, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, Very squats difficult. are easy. Yeah. Uh, so I finished the game with no prior knowledge of Final Fantasy VII. There was a lot of question coming into this of, uh, well, it wasn't quite, it was more, if, if folks let me know that I should play the original, uh, with, you know, opinions ranging all the way from, like, you're probably not gonna get the ending, you know, it'll probably, it'll, it'll be non-offensive, but just confusing, to, like, you will fucking hate it. It will make no sense, and you will be mad. Uh, and I finished it. Uh, and it seems okay. I don't know. I, I like it seems better than okay. I really enjoyed it actually. Um, the ending is weird and mysterious, but I think it is very much supposed to be. Uh, and there is like there is one character who shows up that I was like, who the fuck is this? They show up right at the very end, kind of, and I didn't know who they were. Um, but that was like that was like literally one. They 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 were on screen for a few seconds in this very kind of abstract way. Uh, and that was one Google search is like this character is this. I'm like, oh okay. I get it. I get it now. So if you if you haven't if you've played a video game before in your life, you'll be okay. You'll you'll be able to make the. It's not like huge logic jumps to. And I honestly don't know what the like. There there is apparently an event that was supposed to be very offensive. Um, I have some ideas as to what that might be, but talking to people who have played the original, it sounds like those things that I'm confused about, they're confused about. Uh, so. Yeah, don't, don't, if, if you at home are worried about, hey, I haven't played Final Fantasy VII, am I going to like this? Uh, it's totally fine. In fact, I think I probably enjoyed it more because I did not know anything that was coming, and there is, like, 
a real middle chapter of that game that if you played the original, <laughs> you know it's coming. Uh, me not knowing it's coming. Wow, is that ever a treat? Holy smokes, is that some real multiple moments of the year? We'll say come out of that chapter. Uh, the so way yeah. I'll be playing that game then. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I don't you. I don't think you need the prior knowledge at all. At fucking all. Uh, that said, it would be incredibly cool to like. And I was even kind of having some of those moments where, uh, you know, you're, you're just walking through some of these sets that you're seeing so immaculately rendered. I'm like, man, imagine playing the original and like going through the space uh, and seeing it now in 3D. There's like a, a kind of a kind of a museum that you're going through at one point. Uh, and like even not playing the original, I was still kind of getting a little like, man, this is Brandon's leaking over there. <laughs> like, man, this is uh, this is this is this is something this is two people who have played it. I bet this is like really really special the way that the the nostalgia kind of hits uh yeah we we gotta have a maybe not a full spoiler cast but like we gotta have some talks about the way that game wraps because it sounds like uh regardless of what you know of final fantasy some interesting shit is going on okay so i when we say this game does this game wrap in a way that we'd be more parts of this final fantasy set? Uh, yeah, sorry, where the, the call was, uh, does this, does this wrap in a way there's going to be more parts, did you ask? Yeah, because we were all, like, the, the thought was always that, well, this is going to be part one of maybe five or eleven, or, yeah. like, it does 100%. it still feel like that? Oh, yeah, okay. definitely. De- like, they flat out are basically like, does it cliffhanger? tune in next time, yep, on the next exciting <laughs> right. episode okay. of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be more parts. Yeah, I uh, definitely want to know how long it's going to be before we're going to get to get, get to see what is the next part. Uh, there's a lot of things at the end where I'm, I'm just playing through the very, very tail end of it right now. Uh, I was trying to get done before the show, uh, but apparently I'm about an hour away, uh, which is conveniently about the amount of time that I lost to a bug right at the end of the game. Oh. Uh, which is apparently a known bug. Uh, I, I looked it up after the fact when when I had encountered it, uh, and like since the game came out, uh, this bug has been there. They haven't fixed it. Uh, the there's bug? a workaround uh, when you're going through a certain section in a bathroom uh, at the very end of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you try to interact with any of the little side events that you can interact with. Uh, the game just locks you in that scene and won't let you out of it. Hmm. Like the like there are interactables in that bathroom. They're like, oh, like I don't turn on the tap or whatever. Like there's prompts in the bathroom. Yeah, there's 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 things uh, in the in the section immediately after the bathroom. I'm trying to be vague. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when you're crawling through that place, yeah, uh, you can peer through these things and see events happening that give you a bunch of backstory stuff. Uh, but if you look at those, uh, your game will will lock in that scene and you won't be able to back out. You'll have to hard quit to menu. Uh, there's apparently a workaround where if you save before then and then power off your console and then turn your console back on, it's supposed to be able to get you past it so that you can view the scenes mm-hmm. and back out again. Uh, maybe it's because I haven't technically turned off my console since installing the game. Years that could ago. be why... Uh, that could be why maybe Eads didn't see this this glitch and I did, but uh, I don't even know if I got the scenes. If it like if it takes camera control away from you, like it's a cutscene, I I must have missed yeah. it. Yeah, 
I yeah. think I just got through that and was like, oh, that was, I wonder why they made me do that. That was weird. But <laughs> it makes sense that, oh, there's things to see in there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, I lost about an hour and a half to that, uh, mm-hmm. including all the Jinra battle missions that I did. Oh, the uh, little, so, they're, they're like side VR kind of combat yeah, challenge things. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Sucks. That's so super. I sucks. did all. I did. I did all of those and uh, had to reload. Lost all that progress. Decided, well, I'm not going to do those again because that was the big time-consuming part. Uh, and just crit past it through. Uh, foolishly looked at the second one of these things because there's two of them and they're both bugged. <laughs> foolishly like okay well the first one was broken but the second one is probably fine yeah what are the odds Uh, so so i look at the second one and sure enough same thing happens uh Uh, i'd forgot i'd forgotten to save right before it too so i still had to run back and skip the two cut scenes and run back again so uh all in all i lost about 20 minutes just to watching the scenes and uh, like an hour and a half of playtime. Yeah, that so, sucks. Uh, but the scenes were cool. Could have watched them on YouTube after the fact, but they were still cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of crazy shit that's happening right now. Like it's all going so fast. I'm in a boss fight right now on pause, uh, doing the show. Uh, and as soon as we're done, I'm gonna go run back down and try to wrap that game up tonight. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild. It's wild. And like having people who had played Final Fantasy VII in the chat being like me being like what's going on here? And like looking at the chat for, for my, you know, Final Fantasy aficionados be like, well, here's the backstory. You need to get this. And then being like, we also don't know what the fuck's going on here. It's like, okay, now we're, all right. Now we're talking. Uh, it gets a little, it, it, uh, the, the kingdom, kingdom hearts is made by the same person, I guess. Let's say no more, uh, is a madman. Is, is a madman absolutely the, the, our definition genius. of sanity does not apply yes uh, genius another word for it uh yeah i don't know i don't know we really need to talk about how that game wraps loved it it's super super loved it uh i don't think the combat's very good i don't think the combat systems are and and like i have a real i don't know i listen i like i like hard games with really responsive combat and and usually I feel like I can appreciate if they're not for me, but are still well made, something like a Dead Cells or whatever. Uh, I don't think the combat in 7 is very good at all. Like, it's it's mashy and floaty and loose and uh, frustrating in a way uh, that I just cranked that game down at the easy and had a way better time. Way, way, way better time. Yeah. Uh, even Even on playing the easiest difficulty, there's parts where you'll hit an enemy and then there'll be no prompt that you can really understand what's going on and it'll just knock you away for 20 seconds like yeah. oh i didn't know it was going into defensive mode i sure wish there would that have been a way like for King me to Mars. understand that it's going into defensive mode sometimes you'll just die and it turns out that enemies have a thing called instant death and there is a item you can get that makes you resistant to instant death but uh that seems like a thing that people are well that's in the original game well like well cool <laughs> here, here in 2020, not even play the original. It's, I don't feel good about this boss inexplicably wiping the party every single time for a reason I don't understand. And I'm gonna bang my head against it ten times in a row, and then say, "Fuck this, let's go to easy." And on easy, you can just burn through it before it even gets to that phase. Uh, but there's quite a few spots 
I, I just, I, I don't think the comment's very good. I don't think it's well made. I think it is loose and sloppy, uh, and they, they ask things of you that require a lot of very tight response time, but you can't cancel out any of those animations, and they are all at least four seconds long of, like, when that sword comes down, it is sword behind back, it is a second of sword coming over, it is like a twirl overhead sometimes, and then it is a big slash, and you can't interrupt that, that animation. If you get attacked, you'll take damage. Uh, if you get attacked while you're doing your big, long... Uh, what do they call the fi the final flat the uh, the limit break uh, limit, animation? Limit breaks, final flash. Uh, you can get killed while you're doing those, which is so fucked. It's a super long, <laughs> and when I say super long, I mean like 10, 10 seconds, maybe. Like uh, you can die, you can die in the middle of them, which is crazy. You can get knocked out of spells because the animation time is hilariously long. You still lose the SP, like you still lose the resources, but the spell doesn't go off. Uh, and it's just little things like that that, as you start fighting more and more and more enemies, and they have more and more and more mechanics. Uh, I, I don't think it is it's not I'm good really, I, don't, I don't like it i'm i'm a huge uh and this is being extremely sarcastic i'm a huge fan of the way they did the ice spell in this game uh because every other spell you cast it on the enemy and it hits the enemy the ice spell in final fantasy 7 you cast it on the enemy's current location mm -hmm. uh and it plumes out up with a, a frozen sphere that will sit there for a few seconds and then explode and do its damage to anything that's actually in the area. Yeah, assuming so, they haven't moved. Nine times out of ten, you cast your ice spell on an enemy, it moves four feet to the left, your spell goes off and doesn't hit anything. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's that, but on every single level of the combat. Like, not just the ice spell, it happens on the attacks, it happens everywhere in a way that... Uh, yeah. Don't don't be don't be shy about and your AI companions are so fucking useless. Don't be shy about <laughs> turning that game on to easy. Uh, I still think it's a fine time. It's a fine time. The combat goes fast enough that it's it's never offensive. It is at worst something that you just can quickly get through. There's two difficulty levels, right? Yes. Also, there's only two difficulty levels, which is so if, if normal is too hard, like it was for me. Uh, easy is hilariously easy. Easy. If you put it on easy. Uh, and 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 do the mode where your guy moves himself. You don't even have to play. You can literally put the controller down, and they will win. I I bet maybe not the final boss fight because there's like some specific things, but I bet literally every other encounter in that game it could handle is how easy easy is. Easy is fucking easy. It it would take ridiculously long time to play that game on classic mode without interacting with the combat because when you leave it by itself, it. Literally, the, the <laughs> AI waits like 10 seconds between its inputs that it decides to do. So it'll basic attack three times, and then it will wait about 10 seconds before it decides to basic attack three times again. And that's all that, the, that it really does. <laughs> but easy is still easy enough. I bet it could do it. Like, the, the difficulty gulf is massive. It's massive. There's no... If it's too hard, there's no... It's not... There, there's no way to, like... There's no way to make that combat feel good with the options they've given you. It is either... I feel like normal is, is frustratingly hard uh, in, in some spots. Granted, I played like two thirds of the game on normal, uh, but easy is like easy is, is, is kind of pointless. They should rename it to pointless in a way because like just close your eyes if you want. Done. Um, I don't know that that would go over well in a pitch meeting. It must have because it's what made it <laughs> in fact, into the it game. Was pointless, and they're like, maybe we should change it to easy. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of the Kingdom Hearts combat, which, again, is not good, is bad, actively bad. You do have a block this time, I guess, but even still. Uh, can, all in all, You though, can get a block in Kingdom Hearts. 
all in all, uh, very positive. <laughs> you have to on spec for blocking the whole thing. You, yeah, it is a it is a equipable ability that takes AP. <laughs> uh, the music, fucking incredible! Oh my god, so good, Kevin. You're about to hear some of the best music in that whole game. I can't wait for you to finish it. Oh, the music, music of the year. Book it right now. Tra. Uh, the Mix. music has been good throughout the entirety of the game. Uh, oh, yeah. Just and. The, mostly me for nostalgia purposes but it's like hearing all the remixes of all the old music is is just really great uh what else what else what else what else you've been playing kev uh so we've been talking for a long time about the nature of auto chess games and yes auto battlers in please. the past auto, auto battlers yes they've evolved the philosoph- since then. philosophical here uh and and how i've never really been able to find one that kind of hits with me mm. uh i played the dota one uh auto chess that one's called uh no when it was the dota what's what's uh oh sorry underlords underlords yes underlords okay, is the one yep. i tried yep uh, that's the one that's the one i play like on the regs that's that's my my personal yeah. choice uh so it turns out playing it i i don't really remember enough about dota itself to understand what the units are doing in that game hmm. uh i had one unit that i could have sworn looked like a ranged unit so i put it in the back uh but turns out it was a melee unit so by the time it moved its way to the front of the line it was basically dead anyway and he, uh, i don't really understand people with the arrows from his quiver Pretty much, yeah. Like I, I don't, yeah, I never pulls really out understood. A gun and just fucking hits him with it. Starts pistol whipping fools. <laughs> I never really understood where to put my units on the grid in uh, Underworlds on Underlords. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a still the, a huge matter of debate. Out of my unit. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen a couple people play the Hearthstone one, uh, Battlegrounds. And it looked decent enough. I know enough about Hearthstone in general to give it a try. It still took me, you know, a few games reading through the, the units that I've never seen before. And somebody plays something against me like, holy shit, that card is broken uh, and stuff like that. Uh, but I've I've been enjoying it quite immensely. I've probably played about 40 or so games in the last two weeks or so. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It's a heck of a little game. Are they still? Is it still Mech? Uh, what are the four? Mech Beast. Yeah, Mech Beasts, Dragons, uh, Murlocs, Shield the guys, whatever that. Fuck some Murlocs. A Murloc is like a fish person uh, who makes a lot of, but like a monstery one. Yeah, not like like not like a mermaid. Like you know, they look like a Gollum, but with fins. Yeah, like imagine a, a fish and then attaching it to a body instead of its fish body. Okay, I got it. Yeah, terrifying, right? Gremlins yes. of the sea. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so I've been playing a ton of that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. At a lot of the, lot of a be- uh, lot lot of variants. People of all the auto battlers that are popular right now, uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds is. Uh, apparently has the most variance. I haven't run the math myself, but uh, it probably makes sense because there's there's a lot of cards in that that like make random cards appear. And there's a lot of random. The word yes, yes, random shows up a lot in uh, uh, battlegrounds. There's there's, there's uh, so there's a couple different ways you get units in this game. 
Uh, each unit costs three gold when you buy it. Uh, they're all fixed prices. You level up your uh, level, I guess. And as you level up, you can recruit units of that level. There's six levels. Uh, so probably the same as a lot of auto chess battlers. Uh, the difference is in this one, I know in Dota or whatever it was, your level was equal to the number of units you could have on the board, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in this one, you you get, you get have your seven Hearthstone slots as usual. Uh, your level doesn't influence the number of units you can have at all. You can stay at low level. There's certain strategies that involve staying at low levels and just filling your board with units. Uh, but one like of the ways you can... Oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, one of the ways you, other ways you can get units is if you, if you collect three of the same unit, uh, it turns into a super unit. Uh, and when you play this super unit, a golden unit is what it is. Uh, you also get a card that you play that gives you a free random unit that you can choose mm-hmm. between three different ones that spawn uh, of the next higher level uh, tavern level is what they call it. So if you're level three and you play a golden unit, you now get a card which will generate you a free level four unit of your choice between these three choices. Uh, so my one game that I played that was just absolutely broken, uh, I leveled up to level two, got a golden unit, which is a level three unit. The golden unit I took was a shifter Zerath, which if you play Hearthstone, it's a card that when it's in your hand, it becomes a random card at the start of every turn. Uh, and the if the pool it has to choose from is every unit in the game. So it will randomly become one of the other units in the game. A lot of variants. A uh, lot of variants. Like a huge, because uh, it's like one in, there they have to be like 30-ish units maybe in the game, maybe more in the game? Uh, probably more. I'd say yeah, closer to 50 lot. or 60. I'm not too sure. So to randomly uh, but, roll a dice and be like, give me one of these. I hope it's good. I hope uh, it's very good and fits turn. my deck. The very next turn, I pulled the best unit in the game for the deck that I was currently playing. Uh, probably played it and steamrolled everyone for the rest of the game. Uh, oh, yeah. It was it was a beautiful thing to watch. Uh, when I first started playing, holy Christ, was I bad? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of micro in this game uh, involving buying units, getting the benefit from that unit. Uh, when you play it and then selling it and buying more units and like cycling through things yeah. to improve the, the things that you want to keep more uh, than other without you are like you like like you say there is there's real micro where you gotta like uh sometimes you have like 50 actions to try and squeeze into a term like hey i gotta buy buy buy, buy sell 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 re- re-roll buy, buy buy like you you have to fucking go in a way that uh underlords you gotta do a little bit but like that was the biggest challenge for me with hearthstone was holy shit do you have to do a lot between rounds yeah, so the the first few games that I played, probably ten or so, when I was just tanking it, uh, was and and like learning the cards. So it's like you have fifteen to fifty five seconds or whatever it is. The amount of time you get for a turn scales up as the game goes on. Uh, so like say you have forty five seconds to do a turn, I'll spend the first thirty seconds of that like reading the cards that I have to choose from. And being like, okay, well, if I take this, what what happens? And if I take this, what happens? And then by the time I actually get around to, okay, this is what I want to do with my turn. Now there's five seconds left, and I'm like, oh fuck, panicking. Uh, and needless to say, that was not a very good strategy to win games. Uh, <laughs> panicking r- r- rarely is. Uh, but now that I've have put in the time and have uh, learned what all the cards do, learned how they interact with each other learned what to expect when I see my opponent playing a certain archetype. Uh, my win rate has has skyrocketed. 
Hell yeah. Uh, What's your score? Uh, they, Are they still doing the uh, four-digit score, like the MMR score? Yeah, I'm currently 5,500-ish or so. Uh, I must not remember how but, it works, because I thought I was 1,400. <laughs> uh, you uh, start at 4,000 now. I don't know what it was okay, before. Okay, all right. I'm slightly... I think I might be like 4,100 then. I'm like a, a game okay. above 500, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been doing really good. I've been improving my game. I've been watching strategy videos, trying to get better. They still give you uh, uh, like a random hero out of the. They have like a big ass pool of random heroes. You know, like like a yeah, Hearthstone so hero start, that has an ability. You get a Hearthstone hero that has an ability. Uh, if you pay money or gold, uh, you can unlock the choice the option to have four choices. Uh, me where they just. About uh, that. That's a huge advantage. Just That's a huge, to huge, huge pay-to-win Yeah, I only right get there. two choices. Uh, so I've gotten to the point where I've started playing actual Hearthstone to try and earn gold in order to unlock the perks so that I can have yeah. four choices. That's a really... I actually <laughs> forgot about that. That's a really... Is it? Is it really two to four? It doubles if you yeah, buy doubles. the Battle Pass or whatever their, their monetization thing yeah. is. And that's, that's wow. literally the only thing you get. The only thing you get is... Wow. Uh, an extra two heroes to choose from at the start, uh, and their abilities are crazy. Like they range from uh, some of them. I think are pretty. When I played, some of them were pretty useless. To some of them are incredibly powerful. Like the and, and they're and they're weird in the context of Hearthstone, which is kind of fun. Like some of them are like uh, one of them. You just start the start the game with a unit that is all unit types. And there's a long time. I don't know what still is. There's a long time where that was the clear cut best one by a huge margin. Uh, uh, it's still it's still really far up there. Yeah. Weird things where, like, if yeah, you play a random, it's like a rot. It's like a it'll rotate through the types where it's like this turn's a beast. If you play a beast, your beasts are better. Next turn's a mech. If you play a mech on this turn, your mechs are better. It's like weird shit like that, which is really, it's cool. It's different. It's very different. Yeah. So when I was learning to play, like there was stages where I would completely ignore what my hero did because I wasn't ready to fucking deal with that whole interaction yet because I was still figuring everything else out. And then once I had that side figured out, then it was figuring out, okay, well, how does my my unit strategy actually interact with my character? Uh, which was a whole other thing to figure out. There's a lot of depth uh, to it. I, yeah, I haven't even played all the classes yet. There's still probably a handful of classes that uh, I, I haven't even seen in my choice of two at the beginning. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, there There's one for sure that I haven't seen ever. Uh, it's some dude who... It lets you divine shield your own units for three gold, I think it is. I uh, ha- haven't seen that class in any of the 40 or 50 games that I've played so far. Hmm. Hmm. Hearthstone Battlegrounds. So, yeah. Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Uh, Brandon, you got any other games? No. I, uh, more of the same. Um, the Overwatch new season started. Uh, and oh, the yeah. Apex season is starting soon, so I installed that's that. Kind of what my, I'm uh, dead. Installed that on the old Xbox. Uh, I'll say this now, uh, because it's not really big enough for a news story. But for those who are not a fan of the, um, what they've been doing, if you haven't been following for the last season at least, was pulling, uh, heroes out in rotation, so that there were there was usually a tank two DPS and a healer, I think, were always unavailable for a yeah. week or so. Uh, they are 
keeping that only if your rank is 3500 or above which is a weird i'll never even <laughs> never even see so it's like close a, to that so there's like a certain point in the ladder now where the meta is just very different below it and then you get above it and these four yeah. heroes go to rotation yeah totally and and so they're basically at the point where they're like what yeah, you guys can do whatever like we're at we're still playing at a level where if you put a bastion on top of the payload and get someone who can shield them we're gonna fucking have a hell of a time figuring out how to handle that whereas on the <laughs> pro levels and the highest ranks bastion is considered one of the two characters in the lowest tier hmm. like he's like no one uses them yeah. you put Not a bastion very, down where, where i'm playing and we're fucking like, oh, God, get out the chalkboard. We need to draw up a plan. <laughs> they got a code red, code red. They got Bastion in. It's fucking ridiculous. This is rage but, quit. Uh, Fuck I'm, this. I'm not playing against a Bastion again. I I play all three classes uh, every time to minimize my wait times. Hmm. Um, but there are a couple classes that I only play one hero in that class effectively. So. Uh, I'm very happy to be uh, to know that I'm not going to have that person taken from my rotation. Yeah, and like re- it makes sense, really. Like if you're below a certain ELO, if you're below a certain uh, not yet what a MMR matchmaking rating, mm-hmm. um, you're probably not. I mean, maybe you are. Like, don't I don't mean to paint everyone with the same brush or whatever, but you're probably not. Right at the level where you know you're you're factoring in the champions that are rotated out into your meta unless it's like well that's my main so i guess i gotta play my backup this week or whatever uh it it makes a lot of sense like you say where people probably have mains and when those mains rotate out especially at the lower skill levels it's like well now what now i'm now i'm just useless my dude's gone i bet you they probably had tons of metrics that showed when certain champions rotated out i bet you a lot of lower elo players just stopped playing until they rotated back in <laughs> i bet really you that's totally, totally true, true. Oh, totally. yeah <laughs> ba- oh, bastion's out and the player number is just fucking and then bastion's back in yeah <laughs> oh, i fucking love that game uh we'll probably end up playing uh, a bunch no, this that's, week that's i got it, it on my my XP I now hop back into doom for the first time in probably two weeks um, since uh, since before I got back into Dragon Ball Super, um, and the first level I played, so like I said, the last thing I did before my break was I fought the first one of those uh, Marauders, yeah, uh, which I just fucking hated. Yeah, um, me too. And and that was me only fighting one of them and his minions. So uh, I can only imagine if there's ever actual enemies surrounding him, how much I'll hate it. Uh, but I uh, got back in, uh, played the first level where there is no Marauder. Or, or there isn't at least up in in the level up to the point of the level that I'm in, and was instantly just like, oh yeah, I forgot this is maybe my favorite game I've played all year uh, when it's going right. So super good to get back into that. Yeah, cap it off, finish that uh, <laughs> finish that game off, and formulate that opinion. Yes. Uh, let's go for a quick break here. I got Gears Tactics to uh, talk about a little bit. Uh, not a ton to say. We'll talk about that after this quick musical break uh let's talk about a little bit of gears tactics here uh we were just saying on the break that our uh, westworld podcast westworld fm is up now oh i forgot to say off the top 
part one of our Dragon Ball Z podcast, Super Saiyan Pod Super Saiyan, is uh, up now as well on the main <laughs> podcast feed. Uh, it's so good. Uh, Gears Tactics is... I don't know if I talked about last week at all. I played a little bit last week, played a little more this week. Uh, tactics game, obviously top-down. Um, it's hard not to compare it to XCOM, because XCOM Commerce Squad just came out, but... Um, you know, you have a, a squad of four dudes, up to four dudes, uh, or dudettes. Uh, they have three actions each, which you can use in any combination of move, shoot, overwatch, or, like, use specialty abilities that you have. Uh, you are kind of hunkering down at the cover, and it is, it is much more, like, XCOM kind of feels like chess, where it very much feels like there is a, kind of a, a, a finite, uh, and, and usually low number of pieces on the board. Uh, you know, there are nine enemies out there, and I have to go discover them as slowly as I can. Those nine enemies are just gonna... There's never gonna be more than that in XCOM, it feels like. Whereas in uh, Gears Tactics, they're kind of constantly, every round, more enemies are gonna spawn. Um, and and you're much more, like, setting up choke points and, and these, like, kill boxes with Overwatch. Um, it's very fun. When it, when it's when it's coming together, I really like it. Uh, it and it's very, it feels very different than XCOM. Trying to play it like XCOM, uh, like, I've, I've had to try to break myself out of that, because I've been trying to play it like XCOM, and it's been uh, giving me a lot of trouble. Um... That game doesn't teach you shit. I've, I've run into a major issue with that game where the UI is, uh, like, it, 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 it does show you the information, but it doesn't tell you how to interpret it. So, for the biggest offender is Overwatch. For example, when you are, just like an XCOM, when you're going to shoot somebody, it gives you a whole, it gives you a percent chance to hit. 85% chance to hit. Uh, you know, you get minus 10% chance because they are higher range. Minus 40% chance for cover. Plus 20% because you're flanking. It breaks it all down, the percents. You know exactly what you're going right. to hit for. You know exactly how much you're going to crit for. And the information is all right there for you to see. When you overwatch, none of that information is ever given. And it's not clear why you should overwatch. Why Why should I overwatch here and not shoot? If I have an 80% chance to kill this guy, should I shoot? Or should I overwatch? Because maybe he's going to move out of cover and then I have a 100% chance. Or, you know, again, it's not clear. It's never clear why you should overwatch over shoot, which already is super, super frustrating. I think, and the logic I've been using... Uh, is yes that they they will they have to move out of cover first so they won't get the cover bonus again. I don't know the game never fucking tells you, and I think that is a huge huge problem. Um, when you put down an Overwatch cone, it turns out there is this like very very faint black kind of cross hatching, very 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 faint, super hard to see. Uh, and I actually thought it was just shadows in the world. I thought it was just the shadows from like oh a tree and it's casting its shadow. It's just showing up on the cone. Apparently that black cross hatch means. Uh, you do not have line of sight on that area, but will still shoot. Somehow, your guy knows he's there, and will still shoot, but will miss. Curve the bullet. You should, but they hit with the chainsaws. It's hard to make the the spin motion you need. Mm. Um, yes. and they never explain that to you. That is just left for you to figure out. And and so for like multiple levels, you're like, why did I do no damage in that Overwatch? What is happening? Did he just miss? Did I like what is going on? It's very very hard to understand what the fuck is happening and that happens there's so many mechanics there's a mechanic called interrupt where uh you, you will just lose your turn or and you can do it to enemies it's a huge it seems like the most important mechanic of the game because they will start walking towards you if you can interrupt them they're not going to shoot you and in fact they're going to waste all their other actions too i have no idea what makes it happen and i'm on the like eighth level of the game i've been playing for like six <laughs> hours almost uh i thought Jesus. it was if you take half their life down first i thought it was if you take half their max life down but that's not true I thought you take half their current life down, but that's not true. And I thought you shoot them two times in the same round, but that's not true. So it's just all this guesswork, which in a tactics game feels fucking terrible. 
super duper terrible of like, well, you're giving me the percents on my shots. And okay, and then 90% shot. I'm, I'm weighting these percentages very heavily and, you know, trying to run the math. Uh, and it just doesn't tell you jack fucking shit. Top to bottom. And th there are so many more things that you just have to figure out. Turns out, friendly fire, totally in the game. You don't find out until one of your units kills another one of your units and you lose the mission. And you're like, oh, oh, this game has friendly fire. Like, this game needs a fucking That's tutorial. Just like, real life? Yeah, but none of the other no games. No one knew right? there was friendly fire until they shot their friend with a gun. Nothing else that you've played in this vein probably has friendly fire. It's very counterintuitive that unless they're like, by the way, there's friendly fire. By the way, this cross-hatched area out. Like, they give you things on the UI and then don't explain what those things are. And that's, like, ba basic game design of, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to put up a symbol. Here's a symbol of an orange circle with three dots in it. But I'm never going to tell you what that symbol means. Like, why? Don't even give me the symbol, then. Don't even give me the information that I can't interpret. Three-star Dragon Ball. Uh, it, it turns out it, it was the three-star Dragon Ball. Uh, and and it, it it really has this problem. So so every time I fail at a mission, it is usually because I discover this new mechanic in the game, and I'm just redoing the same mission over and over and over. I had to redo, had to restart four times at the very beginning of a mission, learning all the like. Oh, okay, well now I know that I can shoot my own guys. All right, let's not do that again. Oh, okay, well now I know that this means I'm gonna waste the shot, but not have line of sight. Let's not do that again. Oh, okay, well now I know that I'll get interrupted if I get into melee range of this guy. I don't know what interrupted means, but I don't not do that anymore. Uh, and like the way that they don't teach you anything and just leave you to smash your face into it sucks. Oh, it feels the it is so frustrating. Uh, because, again, it feels like it is the game's fault that you are losing. Like, well, if you would have taught me that, I could have... Like, it's not even something I had to think about. It is common sense. Don't shoot my fucking friends. I just had to be told, hey, you have the chance to shoot your friends if you don't plan around it. And it just kind of keeps happening. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. Uh, and that's really frustrating. Uh, but aside yeah. from, like, the UI and the information issues, I really like it. I really... There is something really fun about, like, setting up this this four or, or three guys all with overwatch cones pointing at a choke point and then having like 40 wretches and, and they all move simultaneously on their turn which is really fun at the same time they'll just come swarming in and you'll just mow them down and all these corpses are flying everywhere and it like it feels good and it feels fun it feels very different than XCOM and things uh, but the whole time you're just slamming your head into the mechanics and inevitably there's something new that you didn't know that completely fucks you and you have to restart the mission uh, and that feels very bad that part of it, I fucking hate. Absolutely hate. Uh, but other than that, it seems pretty good. They're telling a little story. I'm actually kind of interested in the story. They're hitting on some events that you've only heard about in Gears and, and are getting to see for the first time, which is cool. Uh, it's it's very well produced. It's well put together. Looks looks and sounds incredible. And other than some major UI issues, uh, I think it's very good. Yeah. And I have the same problem going back to Battlefront 2 a little bit, but when you try to look at the skills <laughs> uh, for what things do, there's usually, and you're usually in a bit of a hurry when you're doing it, um, there's usually like three paragraphs of like flavor text trying to build this ability into the lore of the world, Yeah, uh, which explains like, well, he uses the force to project his, or, uh, project his legs forward faster than any ordinary man. Uh, can do it after years of training in the Jedi temples, uh, working on his, his speed and the speed branch of the fucking learnings tree. And then at the very bottom, it says increases your speed for five seconds. I'm if like, you're okay, lucky, it says increases your speed. Garbage if you're playing... all that up until it increases your speed <laughs> for five seconds. If you're playing Obi-Wan, it's shit like 
makes enemies feel less inclined to retaliate. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> I don't know what that means. What does that even mean? Yeah, there's some of those abilities are really worded strangely. Uh, and that was all the games I played. How about some news, gentlemen? All right. The uh, Xbox Series X that uh, uh, this was this was the event they were going to show uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay happened on May the seventh, uh, which I watched. Uh, they did not show gameplay like they did not show any gameplay. I don't think from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They showed stuff in engine. They showed cutscenes running in engine. Uh, not gameplay by any means. I don't think um, that word should mean something. Yeah, it should. It totally should. Like they totally set themselves up to fail. And and people, there's a very loud public response. And uh, I think I even saw Phil Spencer get out there being like, "Hey, we're gonna we got we'll we'll really show gameplay in July for realsies this time." Sorry, gang. Um, but they showed a few. I don't know. It's a we- it's such a weird showing for the first look at the Xbox Series X. They basically like it kind of felt like they show like. This sounds really like uh, I don't know how to say that. It sounds like shitty, but like it almost felt like they showed a like what is new? What are the new games of the week? Basically, not not like what are the things the Xbox Series X can show off well? What here here's here's the power it offers. Here's a game taking advantage of it. It was literally kind of just felt like here are like seven or eight games that we think will be done. Here are maybe the only seven or eight games we think might be done. Um, and we didn't get much information. I'll go through all this stuff pretty quick. Uh, it, it, did anyone else watch any of this? Anybody else have any? Uh, no, no, I, no uh, I didn't see any of it. Was happening when I was at work. Yeah, did not miss very much. Um, they showed a uh, first-person shooter called Bright Memory Infinite. Um, which yeah, first-person shooter, some some flavor has swords, has like a a, a, a uh, murder nipples. What's the game with the murder nipples? Uh, uh, um, no, bur- murder boners. Murder boners. Wrath. No, uh, okay. ja, grapple hook, grapple um, hook of energy, dude, Hugh, Cliffy, no, uh, uh, bullet storm. There we go, bullet storm has bullet like a bullet storm grapple hook, where it looked a lot like bullet storm. Where this like, uh, I don't know what's going on in this game. This person shows up and is shooting soldiers, and then a Viking appears out of nowhere, and they fucking slam the ground with their their weird energy whip, and this guy floats into the air, and they cut him in half with a sword, and I have no idea what's happening in that game. Uh, and I'm looking at stuff right now because I think bright memory is already a game on steam and so this is I, a sequel yeah it's not clear if it's bright a sequel memory colon or like an it's not a colon it's called bright memory infinite but it is it is from the same folks uh apparently if you buy bright memory on steam you will automatically get bright memory infinite which makes it kind of sound like maybe a i'm not really sure like a, a pack of some kind maybe an hd upres or I don't know. This uh, Bright Memory is a first-person shooter hack and slash episodic game. Episode one was released in uh, January 2019, so I'm not really too sure on that one. Uh, they showed Dirt Five, which uh, will run at. There's a bit of confusion here. Uh, we'll run at 4K or 120 frames per second, not 4K 120. There's People on the internet seem to think that the Xbox Series X can do 4K 120. It cannot. It can not. It can do 1080 120. It can do 4K 60, which Dirt 5 will run at. Uh, they showed Scorn, a game that kind of, I don't know, there's like some fleshy, weird fleshy aliens. I thought it was an alien game. I thought it was an alien versus predator game at first. Um, but it it is, I, I don't really know how to describe it at all there's a, a trailer out that you should watch it is very um uh who is is it the 
is he a painter who like alien is uh, based on his no alien is based on his works on their works does anyone know what i'm uh, hang on i'm gonna type alien painter uh hr geiger yes it very much looks like a living works of if you search hr geiger you will see art and immediately go okay i know exactly what you're referring to like weird organic uh machinery system shockish uh some of this is like borderline er some of this is forget borderline some of this is downright erotic elude oh my goodness whoa Oh my that is goodness! I need allowed. to get out. Of, I need to get out of this page. Wowzers! Uh, yeah, it, oh, it looks. Oh. It very much looks like uh, some of that artwork. Um, <laughs> it showed. What's going on? Are you doing okay, right there, Kev? <laughs> just watching the, that smile. Just, just watching these eyes get these. bigger. <laughs> oh, like I, I, I was looking at one of these H.R. Geiger pieces of art, and I started out one side, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's out there." And then I continued on and like followed the the picture and like as I got to different parts of the picture, I'm like, holy shit, this is this is just keeps keeps going. It just keeps getting more and more out there. Oh yeah, uh, it's just something <laughs> called Call of the Sea, which I was so sure. Oh my god, I guess where there uh, Cloud Chamber is working on a Bioshock game. I was so sure this was Bioshock, but no, it's called Cloud of the Sea, or pardon me, Call of the Sea. Uh, they showed a sci-fi game called. I think it said Chorus. They stylized the U as a V, so it might be Corvus. It might like be churches. Uh, just like churches. Yeah, it might. It might be. Well, I guess Corvus, or I, I think it's Chorus. It seems to be a sci-fi game with a lady who has a uh, sentient ship. They showed Second Extinction, which looks like Destiny, but what if instead of aliens, you were fighting dinosaurs? Uh, yeah. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Actually, it kind of okay. looks. It looks <laughs> okay. I don't know. That, like it ain't no thing. Mad Eads over here. Uh, All right, I'm going to buy an Xbox just for this game. Shooting dinosaurs, sign me up. They showed The Ascent, uh, which is kind of, to me, it looked kind of like a Diablo-like. It's apparently a co-op cyberpunk RPG. Uh, They showed The Medium, which is uh, the next game from Team Bloober. That's a fun fun, uh, dev name to say, uh, say, pardon me. Most recently known for their work on uh, the Blair Witch game. Uh, They showed Madden. It's Madden, you know. Um, they showed Vampire Masquerade's Bloodline Trailers 2, which had a fucking weird trailer. I sort of thought I knew, um, maybe not what that game was, but I, th- I thought I had, a, like, a, a grasp of the tone of that game, but this trailer opens with, like, uh, like, like, people strung up, like, it looked like a, it looked, it looked like the Joker had been there. It's like people strung up, like, like puppets with, like, the hooks making the big smiles, uh, and you're Ooh. like, wait a minute, is this a Joker game? What is, is this Batman? What is happening? No, it's apparently, Whoa, uh, Vampire the Masquerade 2. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Uh, they showed Yakuza Like a Dragon, which already is out on PS4 in Japan. It's coming here to North America, Xbox One. They showed Scarlet Nexus, which is the most anime thing I've ever seen. Bandai Namco. Uh, a teeny tiny bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which would not really gameplay. They just sort of showed a trailer. Um, and they said that all these games will be uh, smart delivery, which is the Microsoft word for like cross buy. If you buy it on the Xbox One, you will automatically get it on the uh, Series X if and when you upgrade. With the exception of Madden, Madden has a weird like time frame where you must have bought by. I'm gonna try to do this off memory. I think it's you must have bought it by. De- I think it's the end of the year, December 31st, 2020. Look this up if you're a Madden person because you don't want to miss out on this. Uh, we have to have bought it by just the end of the year, and then you have to have upgraded by March. And I 
don't really know why. I don't know why there's like a weird exclusivity only around Madden or what EA gains by trying to sell people two copies if they're outside. Again, it doesn't really make sense. But all the other games, if you buy them on uh, current it's something to do with licensing and making sure like money exchanged in certain quarters is paid out in certain quarters or something like that. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then they're going to do a, a, one of these showcases, they're calling them Xbox 2020s, I guess. They're going to do one of these, uh, show 20 slash 20, you know, like vision. Yeah, not, for whatever not that's like the worth. Year. Uh, they're going to do one each month for the rest of the year. Next one, July, they're going to show the first party stuff. So we'll, we'll find out more then. A weird showing for their reveal event, like a really, really weird showing where a lot of these games already exist on things like PC or, or other consoles, uh, and even the stuff they did show was like, yeah, this looks like a modern... I mean, Bright Memory Infinite, I thought, looked looked pretty flashy. Uh, but everything else was like, yeah, this these look like modern... This could be running on an Xbox One, for all I know. These, these look like modern games, right. I guess. Uh, yeah, r- r- like a really weird first showing. I don't... It was, it was not really the, like, energize the audience to get out there and, and start pre-ordering this thing. Right. It feels like, like the games that, even without seeing them, that you would consider showpiece franchises... For Microsoft, weren't there, so it yeah. wasn't even like, like it wasn't like oh shit that f- the new Forza doesn't look great or oh shit the new Halo doesn't look great. It really felt like they were saving something, like they did not view this day as the big day. Yeah, uh, and they they kind of said as much. Yeah, uh, but like if I if that's the case, maybe just flip the order of these two conferences, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You want that first showing, like you probably want to blow people away. You're like, here's Halo Infinite. Here's all the things it can do on the Xbox Series X that it couldn't do on the One. Here's the reason you need to spend five hundred and fifty dollars at the end of this year in unprecedented economic times, basically. Right. Uh, so I wonder if it makes more sense right now to have that up front, or if that makes more sense to have that closer to when they want your money. Yeah, that might that might also be a part of it, uh, but we will see more as the months roll through. Uh, I got a lot of little news stories. Wow, we got a lot of little news stories. Holy smokes. Uh, we'll, we'll go through some of these pretty fast. Uh, Jason Schreier thinks the PS5 reveal event will be early mid-June, kind of coming off Xbox. Uh, he does not source that at all. He just says it on a podcast. <laughs> He's like, yeah, by the way, look for that reveal event early mid-June, but, uh, Jason Schreier... Someone, someone screamed at him on a highway as they were driving by. Yeah. Uh, he's been, <laughs> like... It was Andy. Busting... <laughs> Tell them about the old republic. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, you, you can take what he says to the bank. He's been busting stories wide open the last few years here. Uh, and I think he recently. I mean, this is not really really anything. I think he recently left the publication he was working for, uh, and I'm not sure where he is now. I uh, uh, once upon a time knew. Yeah, so did I actually. I bet I can find out real fast. Jason Schreier. I'm still on images from looking up that HG it was a bigger outlet. Like it was something that doesn't uh, it was something that doesn't exclusively do games, but they're obviously working on something about uh, uh, workplace conditions and stuff in gaming. Mm, but I can't remember the parent not, company. Yeah, it's not Kinja anymore. I'm not actually sure. I can't readily readily find it here, so we'll just. I'll know when I see. On. It. Yeah, it's not. This is not yeah. really super important. But uh, we, we you've heard the name Jason Schreier a lot on this podcast in the last couple of years. Uh, EA got out there and said they were going to release 14 games during this fiscal year. That's a lot of games. Um, 
And people think that a Mass Effect trilogy remaster might be three of those games, or maybe one, I guess, depending on how it's packaged. Uh, oh, and this well, comes counts from three for sure. I wonder. I kind of wonder if there's going to just be like, here's ten phone games and Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, and this came from. So again, the sourcing on this. This this one is a huge rumor. Sourcing on this not great. Uh, Jeff Grubb, who writes for Venture Beat just posted it at the end of a story did not again not sourced very last line of his story about ea's you can find some venture beat ea's uh, 14 games this fiscal uh says oh and that hd remaster of an ea game is the mass effect trilogy just don't also expect it to launch on switch at least not at first that's it jeff grubb says i don't know where he got this info i don't know why he thinks that jeff grubb says that apparently mass effect trilogy which we've been hearing rumors about forever and we heard they were ramping up production on a new mass effect last year so uh, it makes good sense. Very good sense. I am I'm very uh, outspoken about my uh, back to old video games almost ever. Mm-hmm. With the exception being if a sequel is coming out, then normally I'll play the game before the sequel comes out. Mass Effect is one of those games that I will play another hundred times before I die. And if they up-res it, that just gives me another excuse. It'd be very cool if they could modernize Mass Effect 1 somehow even just the combat <clears throat> i don't know how much of a pass they're doing i don't know if it's literally just up or if they're gonna get in there and and rework some stuff or what uh but mass effect one would really benefit from being modernized mass effect one's very hard to play in today's day and age uh very quick story i just pulled here because i was complaining about uh assassin's creed odyssey i was gonna say last week probably probably every week um who is this? Malik Tefa, who's the head of communications. Again, these stories this week. Not the best source, but the head of communications for uh, the Middle East at Ubisoft uh, says that Assassin's Creed Valhalla won't be the longest or biggest game in the series. They address criticism on this one because uh, they heard me say that Odyssey is a hot, bloated mess. Odyssey is is this thing that wants you to buy their microtransactions and suffers for it greatly. And he says it's- it won't be. Won't be the longest or yeah. biggest game in the series. We don't need the most game. We just need the best game. Origins was arguably too long. I and would Odyssey agree. was like double the size of Origins. Yeah. Odyssey, I feel like Odyssey is maybe more like triple the size to like four times. I feel like Origins is like, uh, uh, it took me close to 40 hours to finish it. Uh, folks are saying if you want to see everything in Odyssey, plan for like 120, 150 hours, which is too much. Too much Odyssey. It's too much Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, do I have any more news stories? I think it's all. Oh, I should have maybe done this one a little closer to the top. The uh, the Apex, the next season of Apex apparently starts next week with a new character. Loba, Loba. Do you know this character, Rando? I'm gonna assume it's Loba. No, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't even looked. I think there's more information than what we have here in front of us on this character now, though. I think there's abilities and such. Oh shit! Really? Well, <laughs> yeah. I pulled this story this morning. <laughs> Excuse me, there weren't. Let's see. Lobo abilities explained. Breaking news here as I update this this story live. Oh, okay, yes. Here we go. They're leaked. Uh, leak not confirmed. All right. Uh, but I do have the leaks. Um, yes. New hero. New season coming starting next week. Uh, her name is L- again. She's the. I, I think it's Loba. The Sp- Spanish name Loba. However, it's pronounced. Uh, here are the abilities. Burglar's best friend. Throw a disc and teleport to that location. Dope. Just like in real tournament. Remember the old, uh, I forget what it was That's called. That's probably their like, left bumper. 
chunk, a teleport thing that you would shoot a disc and then you could just wait. You could just leave it and you could teleport back to it. Yeah. Uh, but if somebody shot it and you tried to teleport back to it, then you died and it was called telefragged. Yeah. Very <laughs> similar to Sombra in uh, Overwatch. If you kill her teleported, does she, does she die when she tries to go back to it? No, no, but I don't actually yeah. think you can destroy your teleporter. But the, the toss a thing, go do whatever you want, and then warp to the thing that you tossed is, is, is very somber. Uh, supply for demand. You hold to reveal, uh, sorry, hold to choose a type of loot. Reveal that type of loot in the area around you and through walls. So. Uh, maybe that's your passive. Yeah, hold the choose, reveal that type of loot and area through walls. So how I, I don't really know how to interpret that. Do you would you be like, I choose weapons and it's just gonna highlight every weapon yeah, around me? That's yeah, kinda I'm gonna I'm gonna assume they put uh like some some restrictions on what those weapons are. Like probably can't find the legendary weapons and uh yeah, and stuff uh, like that, that. But that would be that would be super handy for ammo, even if it was only ammo, which it isn't. I bet I bet that one you can, because her next ability here says I have quality. Loba can see through nearby walls for loot. So I wonder if she can always see nearby, and then that one maybe lets you scan for. I don't know. Well, well, I mean, we'll find out next. Is that all? This, it, uh, is that that's all the abilities? Uh, and then black market boutique is place a device that can steal all nearby loot. So apparently she has a lot of stuff about loot. Place it a vice yeah, that can that's steal probably her all ult. nearby loot. So, like, are you going to take at people's guns? Is the idea like you get hit by her her ultimate and then you just no. have no gun? You're like, oh, I, shit. I feel like loot, for me, the word loot in video games was always stuff that was not claimed by someone else. So, mm, steal maybe she throws it down and loot. there's like an area of effect that scoops up all the loot and brings it to her. Oh yeah, okay, I can see that. And then she can uh, just pick it off the ground or something. They also mentioned that uh, in the trailer here, she uses a sticky charge, which is is probably another ability. Again, we just kind of have the the loose pieces of this. It, I can't if there is. A, there's only like three abilities, which is what's crazy. I'm just, I'm just it's just what the internet tells like, me. I wonder how they're all abilities here. Yeah, because generally abilities. every hero has an ultimate, yeah. a passive, and a uh, left bumper. Hand. Oh, here we go. Categories of loot she can choose. Okay, so the wiki, the Apex wiki actually has a bit more info. Uh, huh? Reveal that type of loot in the area around you through walls. Categories of loot. Armor, which includes armor, helmets, knockdown shields. Health and shields, mm-hmm. which includes health, shield items, and ult accelerants. Attachments, which is attachments, mm-hmm. backpacks, which is backpacks, uh, and ammo and grenades. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. So not guns. Not guns, apparently. Yeah, that's that's kind of all the info I have on it right there. But uh, should drop this week. These are the data mined abilities. So these these might have changed by the time she comes out. Some of these might be different or might be entirely different. Um, they're adding a quest mode. Which I don't really know what that means. It says players will find uh, a new game mode quests that will have the players hunting for treasure and answers each season. Those who complete the journey will be richly rewarded. Whatever that means. And there's also a new area of the map. Sounds like savage. A little something to do while you fight. Yeah, I'm not really. It sounds like it might send you to different. It sounds like it might all send you to different parts of the map. To I wonder if you like get story beats or something about the fiction they have between all yeah. the, the characters and things. Uh, and the new area of the map is called uh, Salvage. Pardon me, not Savage. Salvage, in in the newly formed bay. It says so. There might be a new uh, body of water. So I also, and I think these might be one and the same, uh, is that they destroyed Skulltown. 
no. uh, or at least planning no, on it. Skulltown. So, yeah. So uh, maybe that Skulltown's kind of near the coast. Uh, oh, yeah, so although where it was maybe it there is something. A- yeah, the physics of that don't actually. The geography of that I don't think actually works because there is a like the the stunt course that uh, what's his name Octane has is between the sea and Skulltown. So I'm not sure. We'll find out. A bay I'm needs sure we'll... to be ca- connected to the ocean, right? Ye- By definition. Well, a body of water it could come off a river, I think, or something, maybe, right? Okay, but it can't just be a bunch of water in. I think it can't be a, a lake. lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a peninsula, but of water. Right. Uh, where are we on the news here? Uh, let's talk about this uh, N64. Uh, sorry, this this Mario 64 PC port. Okay. Tell me all uh, about it. That's there's, uh, there's a PC I'm, port of I'm Mario 64. We say. Yes. Uh, so apparently there's a Mario, a very well done Mario 64 PC port out there um, that you can, I think, still find by just giving a cursory look around Reddit or whatnot. Um, it is a, uh, a port that runs natively at 4K. And you even can apparently uh, get some graphic mods that uh, support stuff like ray tracing effects, and seems like it's the whole fucking, the whole fucking kitten caboodle. I'm gonna play this on my new TV. I bought my new TV just to play this PC port. <laughs> right, um, but Nintendo has uh, already, as is very Nintendo, begun filing their copyright claims, uh, taking uh, action against web. Uh, sites that are posting this and hosting this uh, and just going around trying to knock out all the leaks or all the links. So Yeah, it's um, very on brand for Nintendo. They on it. Why Nintendo? I mean, it's, it's, it's so easy to find an emulator online and download an emulated copy of the game. Like, why do they care so much about this PC port? And well, they, they well, crack, it down, the crack down on it gets into the weeds a little bit too because I believe that this this port is because of a larger Nintendo leak uh, that happened. That mm. I remember there was like blue uh, Pokemon Blue code leaked and Pokemon Yellow Source code got yeah, leaked and like the and Wii. I think oh, because okay, but this, this I think these are totally of, I think these are totally I think uh, this PC board has been around. That leak just happened like last week. That leak was. I can get you the exact date. Um, uh, all right. Yeah. Maybe you're getting Saturday. your information from somewhere else as me, though. Yeah. So, who's to say? I was under the impression that was why this was a problem, was because this was re- reverse engineered from that stolen code, um, which is why they were being so stingy about it as opposed to a regular emulator. But who's to say? Yeah, it could, and, and maybe just the news got out in the wrong order because they all they all sort of did happen the first week of uh, of May, which is actually highly suspicious. I'll take your word for it. Uh, I mean, I I'm just I'm just reading the stories on Bollygon. I I am uh, probably about as well informed as anybody. Why though, Nintendo? Why? Like I I you know I know why. Obviously, you know it's worth IP worth money. They're protecting their business yada yada but like especially when this game is coming out as one of their big tentpole releases soon and it's not it's not like i can it's not like i i um, it's not stopping me from buying your version of mario 64 on pc nintendo 
Like, and, and like Kevin says, there are a thousand, not a thousand, but there are a lot of really good emulators out there. N64 emulation is really good. Like, and they do try to crack down on that from time to time, but that's kind of a sucker's game because it's so uh, everywhere, prolific and, and hard to track down. But like, why? Why? Same thing with, uh, I mean, it's like it's when why, Atlas right? tries like, to stop you fucking broadcasting their, 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 their don't stream our games. Like, why? What is the actual business? Draw me the A to B to C to D. How a, does this make the company more money? They are allegedly going to be selling us Mario 64 as part of this big package. Which big package, though? What? There's the like one that on they PC? said that you, the Mario package that they're working on with Mario 64, Mario Galaxy, Mario Sunshine. On the Switch. Like, right. Which, if you can get it on the PC, you are less inclined to get it on the Switch. That would yeah. be the business reason. I guess. I, and that, that is the business reason. Which, on paper, makes sense. In, in real life, does it, uh, does it really? And they're I mean, like, it totally everything, makes right? sense. I don't want, I want to be able to play that old ass game for free. But it 100% makes sense that they would be like, on a year that we're actually releasing this game, Maybe we don't let people play free versions of this game. <laughs> sure, they've Nintendo. Had, Nintendo does this with every. Remember, they it was like a year ago when yes. they uh, sued that ROM site. Like they they do this every so often. This is a very Nintendo-like um, solution. Yes, they're very precious with their IP, and and honestly, I think they're afraid of the PC. I think the old Japanese businessmen that run Nintendo are literally afraid of the PC, afraid of computers and the internet. Did you see why... is? Part of this link, part of this leak, did you see the slides about, there was like, there's like uh, PowerPoints and things. Did you see the slides about why the friend codes are the friend codes and not usernames? Let me find that. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, let's see, Nintendo leak friend codes. Uh, yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, man, where are they? Uh, okay, so it's a 12-digit numeric code. Uh, the leaked PowerPoint. Note the screen names. Screen names would be a problem. Here's all the reasons why screen names are a problem and why we had to do very simple 12-digit numeric codes. All right. <laughs> problem number one. There is a high probability of duplicate screen names. And that is a problem that we have not solved anywhere in the world. You're right, Nintendo. No. We better go to 12-digit numbers. Uh, problem number two. Guessing someone's screen, screen name by trying different variations of their actual name is apparently against the comfortable principle that Nintendo has regarding online play. <laughs> the company wants it so the user always has the option of playing only with friends. Uh, hey, and from someone who hates the way Xbox does it as much as you do, that's, that's a great reason to do it like this. And then the real, uh, uh, like, coup de grace, the creme de la creme here, the cherry on the very top, is users might be upset if their username is taken. So we better, again, that's a problem we've never figured out. We better just give them a 12-digit number. Five, you're a number, you can't be mad at that. And that's apparently how the folks who made the Wii think about the people who use the internet. I mean, I, it, it speaks to who they, uh, I think, assumed their target audience would primarily be. Uh, kids under the age of four, maybe? I don't know. Kids <laughs> kids very, 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 very young. What the difference? They should have been like, hey, what's your what's your preferred username? And I would have been like, oh, I want to be... Loves uh, to spooge. 
love loves to spooge. Yeah. And they're like, great. Your loves to spooge 16. You have no choice that, but we got 15 before you. No, fuck so, that. I'm love to spooge. I'm going to take my Nintendo switch or my Wii. I guess at this point that I just bought, I'm going to fucking smash it. I'm going to throw off the balcony. Cause I have a 16 at the end of my fucking, fuck this. Nintendo. Grow up. And now, now Nintendo, please give me a new console because, uh, this one is defective. Yes. My, my joy con is drifting. Unreal. Unreal. Some of this shit. Uh, you should go look up that leak for yourself. A lot of really interesting stuff came out of that. Uh, what else we got here in the old newski? Uh, a little Jedi Fallen Order update, huh? Yes. Jedi Fallen Order uh, received an update on May the 4th, everyone's favorite Star Wars day. Uh, that includes, and I did not know this until I looked up this story today, a New Game Plus mode, which is called New Journey Plus. Hmm awful eye rolly uh mm. which is strictly <laughs> cosmetic carryover yes, so if you got all the ponchos the <laughs> if you got all the ponchos you can bring the ponchos over but your abilities aren't going over uh because mm. it would break the game which does make sense but at that point why have a new mm. game plus i don't want to play that game yeah. again with uh just bringing my ponchos over and apparently you can get They'll give you a red lightsaber and an Inquisitor outfit. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I like, think that I mean, game would is be that worth it to you? Cool. No, to, the cosmetics uh, are play fucking useless in that. With all your force powers. Yeah, new game. Plus uh, I also would be cool. didn't read. Yeah, I didn't read anything about the new game plus being any more difficult. Um. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't really make sense. It would like you would just put a harder difficulty because they're taking away your powers, at that right? Point. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't right. really make sense for that. That makes me far less excited to play that. Yeah. I thought there was it was going to be worked in such a way where I had all my new abilities fully upgraded and they were just going to jack up the difficulty. Like a normal person's new game journey. <laughs> new journey plus, sir? New game plus journey plus. Uh, also adds wave-based combat, the little meditation points. Yeah. You can go there and do some wave-based combat. Uh, also Whoa. interesting, you can make your own combat simulations okay. uh, by picking a environment, uh, picking a size, small, medium, or large, uh, and allocating a bunch of points that they give you uh, into a bunch of different enemy types, and uh, each enemy type requires a certain amount of points, so you can do like a whole bunch of little enemies or a few big enemies or, or mix and match. Uh, and you can play that. That's actually pretty cool. That actually sounds, yeah, that does yeah. sound kind of fun. Yeah. Better than I don't, journey plus. I, I it's called the Jedi fallen order was another one that I did not really enjoy the combat in though. So I probably personally, I don't think I'll dip back in for too much of that. Yes. Uh, I have more news, <gasps> uh, not about fallen Jedi. Or oh, you gain journey. Some uh, might say Animal Tom Crossing Nook New is Horizons. the most fallen Jedi. That's true. Uh, and maybe the richest now. Um, <laughs> the sales numbers are, are fucking ridiculous. It has sold over 13 million copies, roughly half digital, which is a crazy high percentage of a game for uh, Nintendo because no games fit on their internal storage. Um... It is already the sixth most sold Switch game uh, of all time. 
Uh, I have crazy. the idea. It is Pokemon. How, how long has this been out for? Like two weeks, three weeks? Not came that long. Out, eh? Came out March the twentieth, uh, so like five so, weeks, a little over a month. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Um. Hang on, I got the other five games. I know it's Mario Odyssey, Legend of can Zelda, I, Breath I guess? of the Wild. Oh, those are my two guesses. Never mind. Oh, Mario, okay. Zelda, uh, Pokemon, uh, oh. Fire Emblem, and the last one's probably gonna be hard. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Mar- Mario v. Rabbits. I think that's Not right. a terrible guess. Uh, I have no idea. On Rush. Really <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Nope, I have no idea. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can uh, Google the top five if you want, but uh, I, we gave you three of them. I'm, I'm 100% uh, on Breath of the Wild. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Odyssey. Oh, yes, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That was number From, one. From, uh, yeah, starting at the top, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's kind of crazy to me. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is like a, just a re-release of Mario Kart 8, but is still the top selling by a huge margin. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. I forgot Super Smash Bros. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Followed by yeah. Let's Go Pikachu. They just passed Let's Go Pikachu. But, but not Let's Go Eevee? Offensive. Mm, who's going to buy? Oh. Come on. In, in, in the scheme of the world, who the fuck is going to pick Let's Go <laughs> Eevee over P? So it says Let's Go Pikachu slash Eevee. So maybe it includes both. That's probably or both. something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. I also put that uh, there's been over 50 million Switches sold now. So Damn. People like that Animal Crossing. Um, Speaking of Animal Crossing. Speaking of of Animal Crossing. uh, So (laughs) Animal Crossing has apparently taken a like kind of step into mainstream here. Uh, NFL football team, the Detroit Lions, announced their full 2020 schedule via an Animal Crossing video. Uh, You're you're implying that Animal Crossing may not at this point be more mainstream than NFL football. Maybe NFL football well, taking a yes. step into the mainstream of Animal Crossing. <laughs> because of uh, current world situations, uh, everybody loves Animal Crossing, apparently, as uh, Brando just told us with, with how much it sold. Uh, but yeah, the Detroit Lions announced their full schedule in-game. Uh, some dude named Tom Nook made the announcement. Uh, Some dude named Tom Nook made the announcement. Commissioner Commissioner Nook. I'm watching yeah, it right he, now. Hang he, on, I gotta see. Does he like teddy bear? Does he speak? Does like just in text? And Tom's like like speaking his normal. Exactly how it normally is. So yeah, I watched the whole thing. It's like it's seven minutes, almost seven minutes long. Yeah, he just got he just got tickets to the football the Washington Redskins game from Blathers. He he did not like that. Yeah, don't what? don't go to the Redskins. Game. He said, "Dare I uh, say you?" As he tried to give. <laughs> what is happening uh, in this yeah. video? So it breaks down week by week. So I'm I'm sure this is an in-game thing where it tells you what week you're on in the game or something like that. But uh, it tells you it's week week one. It shows uh, the Detroit Lions Animal Crossing character uh, walking up to a giant stuffed teddy bear, which he digs a hole in the ground. Uh, and then throws the teddy bear into the hole and buries it. Uh, and then it shows week one, Detroit Lions play the Chicago Bears. Uh, and then it goes week okay. two, week three, oh, okay, week four. Okay. That's is, pretty okay, funny. What, what is, what did, in the scheme of NFL, what is Tannehill? Is that a team? 
Tannehill uh, is a quarterback. Player. Okay, great. Yes. Week 15. I'm just going to describe. I've been jumping all this video. I'm just going to describe it. There's Animal Crossing Village, like, like player. Walks up to, uh, who is this is Fuchsia, who is a pink, uh, looks like a, a horse maybe or something. Very, very like hot pink horse. Uh, he talks to him. She says, hey, Precious, want to hear a great joke that Rory just told me? He says, he is sure, not really, chooses sure. She says, uh, why did the mountain get sunburned? He presses A to advance. Because you can't uh -huh. Tannehill. Week 16 oh! appears, a new scene opens. <laughs> what is happening? That's pretty good. What is happening? Uh, is this legal? If, I, I don't know. Like, uh, not knowing anything about Animal Crossing, I don't know if this is something that you could easily recreate in game or if you needed uh, all of the people over at Animal Crossing HQ to be on board he, and like produce this video for you. He found a message in a bottle that says, To whom it may concern, Hulu doesn't have live sports. Signed, Tom. <laughs> what? God, you're going after Hulu uh, now? There, there's, there's one where uh, I guess the player walks up to the community message board is is what it must be. Uh, and there's somebody on there who has a New Orleans Saint lo Saints logo on their little message. And uh, this person just takes it down and crosses it out with a big X in it. And <laughs> then it goes week three playing New Orleans Saints. And uh, and various other very, very corny, uh, but very, very, I would assume to be very on brand Animal Crossing type humor uh, that they just play on very, very well uh, for this entire video. I in a world where Nintendo is taking down that Mario 64 PC port, this I can't wrap my head around this. This is like Tom <laughs> Nook is saying these words. It looks like Tom Nook. Is is speaking the words. This concludes the Lions' 2020 schedule reveal video. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 Very a super good. cool little seven minute video. If anybody wants to check it out, uh, I'm I'm not a Detroit Lions fan in any way, but uh, I thought slowly. that video was absolutely awesome. Slowly starting to become got us all a little closer. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Wow, that is uh, fascinating. Hell of a story. Why do we yeah. even do the rest of the news? That's a good little good little slice of. I mean, we had the uh, we had the Gretzky story last week. See, this is, this is the beauty of everybody pulling news stories. We get to we get to go all over the wild world of, world of video games. Uh, podcast at talkingreckless.com is email address. You want to write in here and join us on the show, or you can drop these on our subreddit r slash talkingreckless, uh, or you can uh, try and figure out how to leave voicemails on our Discord. Nobody's been brave enough yet, you cowards. Uh, it is possible. It's or happened before. Yeah, or or smart enough. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, yeah it was assumed. Uh, let's see. Herm writes in and says, uh, hello, gents. Haven't wrote in in a while. Like the rest of us, I've been in quarantine and feel like I'm losing my mind. But I've had the stream, the VODs, podcast playing almost constantly throughout this entire thing. Uh, so thank you for being a light in the darkness, he says. Uh, my question is, has any of you made any changes to routine to stave off isolation-based insanity? For example, I always save my dishes from dinner for the morning so that I can feel like I'm doing something productive every morning. Any advice or suggestions for those of us who feel like this quarantine is taking a toll? Love from Texas. Herm. Uh, I've been trying to break apart my workday a little bit more since I'm staying at home. Uh, so I obviously don't have to get up super early to drive to work or get ready to go to work. I don't have to go to bed super early because I can spend that extra time in the morning sleeping. Uh, so I've been trying to be productive during like my lunch break and stuff. So if I have chores to do for the day, 
I'll try to do it during my lunch break at work or during my my 15 minute breaks at work. So uh, I can feel like I'm getting paid for doing my my at home chores. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's one of the ways I'm I'm getting about staving off the insanity. Uh, I'm I'm happy that I got the Spotify Premium because I've been listening to a shit ton of Spotify <laughs> to yeah, avoid going insane. Uh, and the commercials, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with commercials, but getting them as you change songs, because usually what, what happens with the free Spotify is if you go to an entirely new artist, you'll get hit with the the ad right at the beginning as soon as you switch. Uh, and I tend to jump around a lot with what I listen to. So, What about you, Brandon? I love Any, Spotify uh, premium. I mean, your routine is, um, is probably more or less, yeah, more or less the same. Yeah. I don't. Obviously, I'm not going out after work anymore, but I still go out for work. Um, yeah, I haven't had to change a whole lot. I'm trying to like when I'm home, uh, either playing, I'll either play video games with everyone, which it's never, it's truly never been a better time to be a gamer yeah. uh, because it has really helped bridge the social gap, uh, which I think is the hardest part for a lot of people is yeah. that that like having like- to sit down and organize these Zoom calls that they wouldn't normally do. Uh, that big comes uh, very natural to us. That big Xbox call that we usually find ourselves in in the evenings, where it's just like five of us, not even playing the same games usually, or just shooting the shit in there, has been a, a yeah. godsend in these troubling times. Yeah, uh, and then I try and just to kind of break up the monotony. I try and watch like there's just thousands, thousands of movies uh, that are well regarded that I've never seen before. So I'm trying to watch uh, a new movie every night or something. Uh, I was very bummed when obviously the theaters closed and everything as someone who likes to go see movies. Uh, so I was like, well, this sucks. Now I'm not going to see any new movies. And I'm like, oh, there's so many goddamn movies that I've never seen and probably was never going to see because I was always watching new movies to come out. But like, I had never seen Jaws in my life. I had never really? seen. You've seen yeah, it now. Like there's, there's, what do you yeah, think? like there's some big ones. Oh, it's great. Fucking Jaws. Jaws one is so good. Jaws one is so good. You got bigger boats. Uh, you got a smile. You son of a. Yeah, smile. Oh, that movie's bitch. so good. It's really good. Yeah, it's fantastic. And like tons of movies like that. Like I'm going back and watching like big classics. I'd never seen the second Godfather movie. Um, like yeah, anything I can find where it's like everyone has seen this. Yeah. Uh, except for Citizen me. Kane. I need to watch it. I never watched Citizen Kane. You haven't uh, watched it, and yet. I might never. Yeah. Um, there are movies that are like Jaws is. And Godfather Part Two is about as old as I'm getting. I'm watching a lot of stuff from the '90s, like action movies, like The Fugitive. What about and, Terminator uh, One? Here's a Terminator State. One too. Terminator, Terminator One, I've seen a lot of times. Terminator Two, Very I've seen good. a few times. Very Can good. I interest you in the entire back catalog of Pauly Shore? <laughs> you can't. No. <laughs> He's got some great films. He's got some great films. <laughs> Uh, I had only seen the first Indiana Jones film. Mm. Uh, so I was watching the uh, second and third. I guess there's some bad ones but after not that, the too. Fourth? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, bad? Did they make a um, fourth and a fifth? They never made a uh, fifth. They did never they? made a fourth. I don't know if they made a fifth. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're currently making a fifth one right now. Mm. I, yeah. Now, right. now that you say that, actually, that totally sounds correct. 
Uh, for me, it's been showers. I uh, I got a shower every morning, or else I feel like I'm just when I before the before the lockdown. I mean, listen, I work from home. Just between you and me, if I missed a, if I didn't shower for a day, it's not the biggest deal. It's not the biggest deal. If I didn't shower for two days, it got pretty bad because then my hair started to grow pretty long and I had to go shave my head. Uh, so like two days was like, oof, just I can't do this. But one day here and there, you know, that was the best of us. Uh, now I got to shower every day. I got to get up. The first thing I have to do, I have to get up and I have to shower, or else I just, I don't know, I just can't get into the work mode and then sometimes i'll go and get really sweaty and have another shower but i have to shower the second i wake up i have to otherwise i didn't do it for a few days and it just didn't it feels like i'm in prison if i don't shower showers are great. i need to escape them uh but my I, my, uh, my favorite sorry. 10 minutes of the day are the uh 10 minutes between when i get out of the shower in the morning and lay back in my bed for 10 minutes before I start getting dressed. Uh, <laughs> and oh my God, do I love it. Just just being sl- dried off, but still a little damp. Just cocooned yeah. in my blanket. Uh, my routine, though, more or less unchanged. It's, uh, I don't know, it just feels different. It feels way different. Mentally, even though nothing has kind of changed, it feels, I can't. I feel like I can't go outside, which sucks, even though I probably could. Uh, like I haven't ridden my bike at all, you know. I walked to the beer store today in the supermarket, and that went terribly. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even go outside anymore. Uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's hard. Some, some days it takes you, sometimes it takes you differently. And unfortunately, this was kind of a, kind of a rough day. Um, but showers, gotta have showers. I shower a lot now. I don't pay for water. It's beautiful. Also, like I shower late because if I try to shower before noon, there's no hot water in this fucking apartment, which is really good. Sometimes I get halfway through shaving my head because I shave in the shower. It's very easy to you know, clean up, just wash all down the drain. Uh, I'll get halfway through shaving my head, and the hot water just runs out. And it's not like it gets colder, colder, colder. It was like, oh, I can sense it's coming. It just turns <laughs> off. And it's like, oh, ah, ah. and like I usually scream and like slam my hand into the wall of the tub, and the people downstairs are like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, oh, they I don't know. Care. They know exactly what's happening because I'm super yeah, pissed because I got it. no more hot water. Yeah, they've they've been yeah. in that situation before. Yeah, it's uh, interesting times. Any other uh, quarantine uh, uh, changes or anything that uh, anybody wants to bring up here? Mm, nothing else I can think of now. Alrighty. Go see Let's, the sun for a little walk around the sun. your place. Yeah, you need some more vitamin D. I did uh, I did get outside the bit today, which was nice. Uh, well, that's going to do it for the show here. If uh, Actually, I, I got a couple things. A couple things to say before we uh, sign off here. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, that means you have a free Twitch Prime sub. They do not renew automatically. So this is your reminder. If you're one of the uh, folks who gives us your Prime sub, thank you very much, first of all, for your, your generosity using your Prime sub over on twitch.tv slash podcast. And uh, this is your reminder to uh, re-up that sub. Make sure you get your, your two suites and your, uh, your Solaire uh, from Dark Souls Dabbing emotes and, and whatever. Uh, we have a movie night on the Discord that we're voting for this this month, so we're 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 gonna kind of vote on. I got a bunch of different movies here. I'll even read them off to you. You can you can decide which ones we're gonna watch on the movie night this month. Uh, the choices are, and I just picked these. Some of these are movies I haven't seen. Some of these are movies I have seen and love. Like I just kind of very quickly pick some of these. So it, it's eclectic the selection. Uh, Nineteen Seventeen, haven't seen it, but I've heard good things. It's a sad war movie. Uh, Into the Spider Verse, Detective Pikachu. Ooh. Hot Fuzz, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Parasite are your choices for this month. Uh, you can vote on our Discord in the Movie Night channel. You can vote as many times as you want, but we're going to take the top two, so factor that into how you're voting right now. 
Uh, Sonic and Hot Fuzz are out in front. I've never seen Sonic and would very much like to. Uh, but anything could change. We have the whole month. A lot of May left. So get in there on the uh, Discord and vote for that. To find the Discord, just go to talkingmerkless.com. Click on the Discord link. You can find all of our stuff over there. The podcast, the videos. Our Westworld podcast is finished. It's up now on this very feed called Westworld FM. Our Dragon Ball Z podcast, which was super fun. And I can't wait for Andy to watch more Dragon Ball Z so we can keep talking about it. Uh, it's called Super Saiyan Pod Super Saiyan is up now. Um, and as always, if you enjoy this madness, you want to help support the show, toss us a couple of dollars, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, thank you very much to everybody who has uh, been able to sign up and everybody who's been able to keep their uh, patronage up throughout these unprecedented times. These capital U, capital T's that we find ourselves in. Uh, so what all I got to say, any closing thoughts here, gentlemen, before we sign off for another week? Back to the video game minds. God, no. Fuck no. Oh, the only thought I'm having <laughs> is finishing Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Oh, shit. I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, text me when you finish. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll have some chats. Uh, to you at home. Uh, well, I guess actually to Kev before we say things. Uh, Kevin Byer, thank you very much, as always, for making the time. Thank you. Uh, Brandon Lynch, thanks so much for being here. For keeping our good friend Fat Chocobo company throughout this. I saw a couple, uh, couple like, shocked <gasps> looks over to Fat Chocobo. Uh, and to you at home, thanks so much for listening or uh, watching. We'll see you here next week. It'll be the next episode edition of the Talking Reckless Podcast. We'll see you then.